week and i'm joined by oh my god oh okay um all caught off guard there but i am joined by my co-host with the most productivity in the past week johnny j25 how you doing mark productivity has been insane um yeah i'm making the most of this quarantine time that's for sure terrific and we're joined by a very special very energetic and long time friend of the show turbo how are you doing brad austin what's going on tortellini tush i'm doing good man i'm doing good i'm here on zombros listen I, I, this is a time period where we're dealing with corona we're dealing with a gap year in zombies i'm ready to bring the heat read let's go is turbo wearing glasses is that robo turbo or turbo so this is frozone this is brooklyn frozone um oh. my friends uh we used to do a what you call i used to be a part of like a impractical joke is that i did with my friends and if i lost the season with them i would have to dress up as frozone in Times square but that's not a punishment because i'll do that on a saturday anyway so it's okay but this is brooklyn frozone and um i, I had to bring it out for the podcast you know I, I have to bring it i have to bring it all Reed. this is ambrose what, what am i talking about I, I'm still on tortellini tush. Tortellini I'm, tush. I'm still there. You're my Italian friend. Like, don't forget you're Italian. Come on, you're tortellini oh, tush. Oh, I can't forget. Certain <laughs> every morning, I don't forget. I'm Italian. That's for sure. Okay. Oh, you know what I did forget to do was tweet out that we're live. So I'm going to go do all that. Uh, in the meantime, we are going to be talking about the reboot of Call of Duty Black Ops 2020 and the rumors that have been floating around. We're going to talk about war zones. We're going to talk about uh, your topics and we're trying out a brand new poll. So we're going to see how all that goes. So John, if you'd like to uh, give me a second so I can go tweet everything out, uh, why don't you dive into maybe your first thoughts of Warzone, and then we'll move into the Black Ops 2020 talk? Yeah, so Warzone. Um, I think Call of Duty might have found a format that works, um, and it makes me really excited for what Call of Duty is doing in the future. So Warzone, mm -hmm. for those who don't know, is Call of Duty's new free-to-play battle royale. And it's not just like free. It's It's all set in modern warfare. Mm -hmm. But you don't need Modern Warfare to play Big, Warzone, big thing. Which I, I always felt like Call of Duty has been a dinosaur the past few years. Mm -hmm. Like, Call of Duty is so stuck on this model of we're going to release a game every year for $60 and we're going to be the biggest game of the year. Mm -hmm. um, we have to sell the most of a singular $60 game. They've been stuck in that mindset for forever. And even with even with uh, Blackout, they were like, yeah, you want to play Blackout? You have to have Black Ops 4. And I think that was a really bad decision, especially in a market where every other Battle Royale was free to play. Mm -hmm. So to me, when I see Warzone um, being free to play and you don't need to own Modern Warfare, I'm just happy to see Call of Duty acting like a modern gaming company and not a dinosaur in terms of their model. Mm -hmm. And I think this is really good for not even zombie or zombies as well. Because mm. I think one of the things that killed zombies was they didn't have much of a development team because in the past, Call of Duty was basically divided up like this. You had your campaign team, your zombies team, and your multiplayer team. And during the lead up to the game, they're firing on all cylinders. Once the campaign wraps up, some of them move over into zombies. And then throughout the season of that game, you have people working on zombies and people working on multiplayer. And that was a big downfall on BO4. Yeah. In BO4, suddenly what you had was instead of the campaign people working on going to work on zombies, you instead had three teams going, Blackout, 
multiplayer zombies running continuously all year, mm-hmm. which I think is part of the reason why, you know, one day zombies might have 20 people working on it. And then the next day, five was because you now have three game modes that are constantly demanding attention. Mm-hmm. But what I'm hoping is that instead, now you have Warzone, which I imagine will always be available with whatever is the current Call of Duty. Mm hmm. Because they seem to have found a way to make it independent of the specific game, you know, like you don't need Modern Warfare to play. It's I know it's set in Modern Warfare. You you download Modern Warfare, and then if you want to buy Modern Warfare, then it gets unlocked. No, I know, but that's that's I think also part of their model. That's clever. Gotcha. So you're gonna say they're gonna keep redoing that, re-releasing that model for each game. Okay. Well, Warzone Warzone is cross-platform, and so because it's cross-platform, I imagine that they can also set it up in such a way that when Black Ops Five comes out, you can jump on, you can log on to the Warzone server Mm -hmm. through Black Ops Five. Okay. And I think it's smart because you get people introduced to the current Call of Duty by playing Warzone for free. Mm-hmm. And Warzone will be continuously available with each Call of Duty. And then mm-hmm. they'll go, okay, well, I'm really enjoying Warzone. Fuck it, I'll throw 60 bucks and pay for the rest of Black Ops. You know, it's there yeah. as a reminder. When you, I think it's a really clever model. I agree. Um, I agree. And I, and I think I'd imagine that Warzone will now have its own dedicated studio. If somebody could tell me who's actually working on Warzone, that would be great because I don't actually know that answer. But I would hope then what that means is that because Warzone is a continuously running product, that they restructure their development team such that you don't have a Black Ops 3 situation where resources are being pulled in too many directions. Mm. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. I, I think it's yeah. a fair point. And I know people keep talking about the, like you brought up, cross-platform. Cross so there might not be exclusivity with the next game. So you might even have zombies cross-platform. And they're opening yeah. up the community. So I wonder if this is getting more people involved because in the past they were so strict about it, uh, about people sticking to their consoles and not having cross cross platform playability. It was almost a desperation move. It seemed like from the outside looking in that they needed to pump up the player bases, but now we're getting a chance potentially to have Xbox PC and a PS4 or well, PS5. It's already. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm let me finish the sentence as oh, looking forward to the next Call of Duty, to Black Ops 2020, having zombie races at the same exact time, having zombies experiencing this and potentially growing the zombie community like they have now done with their multiplayer and their Battle Royale community. So like you said, this model doesn't only just apply to what they have done with Modern Warfare, but potentially for their future games in a way that benefits the community. Mm-hmm. I think no, yeah. Warzone is a lot more forward-thinking than Blackout ever was. Okay. You know, Blackout was a rushed effort Cut mm-hmm. the campaign, yep. throw in Battle Royale, because that was the zeitgeist at the time. Mm-hmm. Where it's very clear that I think because they didn't just throw in Warzone with the launch of Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. that they put some thought into this. And they thought more, to quote to quote a uh, a beloved member of the community, they were thinking future-proof. Oh. Future-proof. <laughs> Especially in-game stuff, too. Like BO4, the Blackout and BO4. It had the actual, if you think about in-game mechanics now, what Warzone has in-game mechanics, it's actually, if you're a Call of Duty fan, you're playing, I was just watching Noah before play it, and when you, you know, you're seeing Call of Duty players who really didn't even like the Call of Duty from last year come back to play Warzone, and it's all because mm-hmm. the in-game stuff, for example, the Gulag, big thing, uh, being able yeah. to not die, being yeah. able to go right back in with your friends, and even if one of your friends dies, two of the other ones can go back, and you, it, it, just, it makes it, so Call of Duty's making it, so we just want people to play again and we just want people to experience call of duty again because that mm-hmm. was lacking at the end of mm-hmm. bo4 mm-hmm. and i think too 
like Warzone has become relevant in a way that Call of Duty has struggled to become. Mm-hmm. Like I have I have friends sending me like war Warzone memes. <laughs> really? Like I, got sent a, I got sent a meme the other day where it was um it was have you ever seen the Bane versus Pink Guy memes? Yes, of no. course. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you know this Turbo? No, I don't know the meme. I'll send you the do meme. Do you know who um, Filthy Frank is? Yes, I know who Filthy Frank is. Do you know is. his character Pink Guy? That pink. Okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah. So it's okay, and, and, and pink right, guy's right. doing this while Bane is across from him, and they Photoshop Batman <laughs> out, and they put pink guy in. <laughs> okay, so so Bane. So uh, I can't find the I, the means on my phone right now. But so, so who, Bane, the, who they replace in Warzone? <laughs> it's Bane. It's Bane. It says over Bane. It says zero Warzone wins. Oh, and then God. over pink guy, it says five thousand six hundred something Gulag wins. Hey, they may be once they like. Like What's people, made? like once I, I no, you're totally right. I think yeah. once you have memes being made about your thing, then it's become culturally relevant. And I think like Modern Warfare, like people were playing Modern Warfare, it had a healthy player base, mm-hmm. but it wasn't what it like. It didn't the, capture it, people. Yeah, it didn't and have the, the timing, the, the timing's perfect because nobody is doing anything right now. Everybody is sitting at home. Mm-hmm. To what degree, though, by the way, John, do you mean? Because Zombies community has memes, but it's certainly not culturally relevant. Oh, Zombies is culturally relevant. I'm on. I, I'm seeing Zombies memes on TikTok. I have cuts. You know what's cut? Okay. But, but Zombies is, zombies is it's relevant. Still niche. Even out, it's 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 Zombies is, Zombies is, has fallen to what I'll call the nostalgia cycle. Okay. So So the memes are more nostalgic. Um, okay whereas warzone memes are because they're current okay it's you know it's popular uh, it's in, like, okay i just browse like i was browsing tiktok the other day and i just saw uh, zombies meme <laughs> mm-hmm. and it wasn't like a lex meme or something somebody oh read did lex, you see yo, those lex tiktok well, i wonder insane. if that's because of lex <laughs> you, i mean he is right he did really well on tiktok is that, that was, um, those have are funny you, zombie ones Tell me, tell me, read, tell me, read. We we got referenced in a TikTok. Did you see this? No, I've never seen this. Sombro's got oh. TikTok. Oh god. Reed, I'm sorry. You're, oh, you're Reed, the Reed, you're gonna you're gonna like this. Oh, I'll send no. it to you right I now. I gotta see this. Reed, that's all Reed needs now. 2020 to get on TikTok. That's all you need. Oh, all right. This, this well, was, I will this watch this live on show. Oh boy, oh, that's Shout all we out need. To I am Mono Arulio for the TikTok. Right. I'm gonna go on my phone. Is it, doesn't faster. TikTok have all sorts of? Like... Oh wait, wait. This is copywritten music. Um, but oh. if you don't care, well, I'll will... sing over it if you want. I'll play sing it. over it if you want. I will play, um, but mute. Uh, Google. Does the music matter? Uh, I think it really adds to it, but it's not. What essential. song is it? It's um, something Boston. Um, coming home to Boston. You know, it's like bum ba dum ba dum ba da da da. no, this is it. Coming home to Boston. It's like an Irishy song. I'm I'm gonna try to play it right now on my phone and see. Oh, that's cute. This is actually cute. Nice. That's a, yeah. Oh, and that's so old. When I was doing the the news update videos, when I was yeah. a grumpy grumpkin during back Black Ops Four. I think this though came out the other day. Um, I don't have a TikTok account, so I can't like it. That's okay. Um, but the, the the if the music really helps. Um, but if you you get the, I'll, I'll do the music off stream, so I just don't have those issues. But uh, Mono Arulio? 
Well, that's awesome. And it's nice to see people. Liam trying to sell boogie merch. Yeah. <laughs> see, I like that. I, I was just talking about that recently. So that was funny. Yeah. See, it's Liam like, and that. it was uh, Mon Monty thinking he fixed the universe. This yeah. is like a three. There, he made two others. This is a three part series on his TikTok. Oh, cool. Um, you know, TikTok has series. Like, it doesn't stop at the first, like, stupid TikTok. It, it goes on. They have. It's a, it's a Netflix documentary app. It's see, that's of, nice. Uh, see, that stuff isn't blowing smoke up YouTubers' butts, but it's just fun community stuff. I actually went to yeah. the. Cod uh, Zombie Red today to see if anything else was going on in the zombies community, and there's a nice Tim Hansen meme on there. But then there was also uh, the same culprits. Well, culprits is the wrong word. Same characters just taking that opportunity to poop on zombie YouTubers and just like Jesus, these are people. It was a nice once again reality check of people who tune in and out to dislike you, but then you go a page later and. Um, you see, actually, that's what I wanted to feature, the creativity again. So where is this? There is a loading screen I wanted to show you guys that I believe they made for Classified that I thought was really cool. Oh, I saw this. Ooh. Yeah, it was Yeah. Nice. So it's like, yeah, I love <laughs> fandoms. I've just oh, found, yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to identify with fandoms anymore. They are just ugh, their own thing. Uh, but this was really cool from Retconner. That's funny. He made a comic loading screen for Classified. And I heard there was another loading screen that was yeah, ripped from Game Files one. recently that I saw around. I don't know if it was real or not. But I like how this shows. Actually, oh, I don't know that. The there Max. was actually other oh. stuff that was from Files. He, I think he, made it, he also made an Alpha Omega uh, loading yeah. screen that I saw earlier in the week. This guy is actually pretty good. Uh, am I going to regret clicking on his account here on stream and see some no, stuff? No. Oh, no. There, there it is. Yeah. Alpha Omega comic loading screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, no, he does. A, he's really done some cool. nice work lately. Shout really, really out to cool. uh, Red Connor on Reddit. I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was also something else. I don't know if how, because Lex sent it in the group chat. I don't know if it was in Reddit or other website. Do you guys see the um the non-used BO4, like yep. weapons and stuff? Yep, he DM'd me. I'm going to make that for a video. I'll link in a second. I'll scroll That's down. That's to me. I don't know that. I'm going to get it. John, pretty much what it is, it's a stab in your rib cage, and why the fuck wasn't that in the game? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. That that's the that's the link. It's well, you, 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 get... it's insane. Okay. Before we get too into that, I want to I want to talk about the fun I've been having in Blackout. Yeah, let's so, keep, like, not I, Blackout, I, not Blackout Warzone. Warzone, oh, Warzone. So I'm bad. So I'm not great at Warzone. Yeah, um, I'm not great at shooters in general. So like I lose most gunfights. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when I win, I gotta get creative. Or so when I kill people, I gotta get creative. Okay. So like what I do sometimes, and I've done this a couple times, is I'll take a vehicle um, and I'll just I'll just drive around and then when I find people, I just run into them. I think you're gonna say you're gonna attach C4s to cars and you're just driving no, into nothing is more funnier. satisfying than just finding people and then just driving the truck, the SUV straight into them while they just like hopelessly shoot at the driver window hoping to kill me. But like the weapons are armored, so I can usually kill them in time. Yeah, I've gotten multiple kills in Warzone of me just driving around and running into people. <laughs> it was. I haven't played multiplayer seriously that much in such a long time. So when I was playing Warzone, I'm such like, and it's also like what four times bigger than the Blackout yeah. map Warzone. Yeah. So so even playing solo because that was the most I played with solos, and that's that that's like a 50-50 coin toss when you're playing solos. Like you need to have a great time, you a great time, excited, mm -hmm. or you're depressed and anxiety. And that's how I play. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, who's behind me? Gotta put my hat. So like War battle royales for me at this point, it's like I'm just here to see if I can get a kill. But I I, I get oh, yeah. what you mean. I can't win well, gunfights mm -hmm. and shit. I'm so bad that I just I just I go in looking for fun and like yeah. yeah that's why I'm like yeah I'm just gonna drive around and run over people with my car 
because that's an easier way to get kills. And I True. had a, I had a I had a play earlier where I'm in the gulag, I'm pink guy getting my getting my gulag kills, um, and then I respawn in, and as I drop from the helicopter, I see the stadium, and I'm like, oh, there's a helicopter on the stadium. I'll take the helicopter. But as I as I get closer, I see there's a guy like sniping. So I like I with my parachute, I kind of fly around behind him. And I slowly drop in and then I land exactly behind him so that he doesn't hear me coming. And then I kill him from behind and take his helicopter. And you it was just like the powerful. most you must have it was powerful. the most satisfying <laughs> sequence ever. Where it's like I get my gulag kill, then I sneak in behind like an assassin and kill you the guy. Good that night. You take his good. weapon, take his helicopter. I was I had a ball. Um I actually I hadn't had that I had a lot of fun. Like I didn't have fun. I didn't have much fun playing Blackout, but I've just been dicking around in Warzone and having a good uh, time. I'm enjoying yeah. it. I very much have the same experience in my limited play. Both Juan and Jaden were nice enough to invite me to a Warzone game to play and try and get as much experience as I could while playing it. There was a clip already where I saw two people and I was waiting because, you know, in multiplayer sometimes and there's been perks in the packs where you're name doesn't display and you don't know if it's an enemy or a friendly and you're trying to wait mm -hmm. for the red names to come up but it didn't so that classical training on me they i go through a window and they're both crouching through a house and i got a double shotgun kill in the first couple minutes and i just the modern feel of the weapons because they're more realistic mm -hmm. instead of the pew pew lasers really made me enjoy the game uh there was the only two drawbacks are I, it feels empty at times to me because it's so super massive and yeah. you you just end up it takes so long the matches it's not so much like hop in hop out regardless they're breaking barriers like people were making fun of cod blackout because you can't even support 64 players battlefield's already got that and they're closing in they want to do 200 players now i heard per match uh they I know it's 150 right now 200 yes uh, it's, it's 150, right? Exactly, exactly. But that they they have said that they want, or at least Juan and Jaden told me that their intentions are to put 50 more players inside the blackout map or the Warzone map because it's so large. Uh, personally, doesn't take away for for everybody else. Doesn't take away, but being that this is the same stuff that I played through on the Spec Op missions, and Spec Ops is aggravating to see yeah. the same areas. It's like, ugh. Uh, I never want to be back here, but it's a much more fun in uh, Warzone. The weapons are fun. The systems to get your creative class I found was really cool. Like you said, it's free to play, which is a much better barrier to entry, which is next to none for players to get into. So you don't have much to lose. You don't feel like you've invested that 60 bucks, and now you feel less annoyed by what has less annoyed by any difficulties that come up in game any shortcomings the game might have because you didn't spend all that money uh yeah. if, in some cases when you're approaching it from a free-to-play mm -hmm. perspective obviously if you already bought the game it's you, then you're just like you you might feel entitled that this is an expansion yeah. but again it's, mm -hmm. it's free to play you know another another thing call of duty should consider uh call of duty you should one hire me to be uh, on your <laughs> on, on your team but um idea call of duty can put a little thing in that's like if player has more than like 80 hours played or something like put in a bunch of time in um warzone but still hasn't bought the game they automatically offer, win every game <laughs> no offer them offer them modern warfare for like ten dollars off yeah you know like find those players that you've hooked and then be like hey you still haven't bought the game mm -hmm. here's for you because you played warzone so much a nice little 
ten dollars off coupon for Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll, that'll make that's something that'll make us happy. We don't get that often in Call of Duty anymore, John. It's, yeah, it's, that's a hard stretch. <laughs> I know, but it's like it's like you might as well Call of Duty because if they put yeah. eighty hours into Warzone, they're clearly not going to buy the game yeah. just based off the sixty dollar price. But if you show them a little bit of goodwill and say, "Hey, you appreciate our product," we'll give you a little bit of love. Here's ten dollars off, and you got to think that like they're losing that ten dollars paying for the physical co- like just to make the physical copy and send it to the GameStop, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I'd say take it a step further and make it a little more cynical. If they, I guarantee they have player profiles, they track all their microtransaction purchases in there and they find themselves buying a lot of microtransactions inside Black or Warzone. Offer those to the people that are the whales that are spending the most yeah. money because now you want them to buy into the game and then purchase more microtransactions in the Modern Warfare. I, I can just... never see myself buying more stuff in Call of Duty. Like, I, I, my la- if I told you the amount of money I spent in Advanced Warfare, pfft, don't even get me started. But, but Black Ops 4, though, and mm. uh, Black Ops 3, though, with Divinium, that got me, too. I, I, yeah. tried to pu- I tried to put together the other day how much money I spent on Black Ops 3. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just between copies of the game and microtransactions, I probably put... $700 into that game. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I was going to say close to even a thousand maybe. Yeah, yeah. seven eight, um, yeah. Because I, I I own five copies of Black Ops 3, I think. Oh, that that's Plus. a you guys problem. I know Reed has that problem. I remember um, all that time you're like I just bought this game again. <laughs> I I I spent at least 250 on a single mystery box edition. Yeah. I think I spent $200 on an early copy. Um and then I have it for each system. Um so I think I have five copies of Black Ops Three that, in total, maybe add up to like one fifty, three fifty, six hundred dollars. Plus, maybe I probably spent like one hundred fifty on Divinium, so like seven fifty. Put a fuck ton of money in that game. The hope, to, the, the 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 wish we have to snap our fingers back in time. The amount of times I would, the addiction started early for me. NBA 2K with my team and getting cards and stuff. Hey, Grandma, uh, it's my birthday two months from now. Can you, like, uh, you know, help me out? And then it got to Advanced Warfare, the Elite Weapons, and then they just kept saying, oh, we know kids have uh, parents' credit cards. They're going to keep buying our stuff. Let's do it. I think Black Ops 3 might be the game I have the most microtransactions on ever. There's a mobile game I spent microtransaction money on. I know Fallout Shelter, really? but it, I would never guess that you'd be dropping money in mobile games. Clash Fall, Fallout Shelter was one of them back in the day. I maybe spent twenty bucks on that ever, and I'm trying to think. I think Clash I bought. No, I never I even a, tried I Clash. A, I put a little bit of money into Clash. Me too. What, when you have nothing, then you're like, oh my god, all right. I yeah, what, it, what it was, <laughs> what it was for Temple me was run. I think the extra, the extra builders. Extra um, builders, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because yes, yes. that was that was where like you could. I felt like I could put money into, and it was an investment that would last me a while. When did this mm-hmm. get popular? Like, when do you think microtransactions really like hit the market by storm and in, in the gaming world in general? Well, wasn't Candy Crush the? I, I would say Candy Crush, catal- like the catalyst for everybody uh, Candy, getting on Candy board. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, right? it was before, and then twenty fifteen definitely is when the AAA market adopted mobile. Uh, ideologies or philosophies mm-hmm. in gaming and it blew up for sure mm-hmm. and call of duty aspect i know the first one Definitely was like, i think yeah call of duty i know that the first big game was advanced warfare and that was in that 2014 was big bo2 is at the end of bo2 is when it all started to oh, fall the camels off the wheels and yeah. no, well, bo2 bo2 they they really 
at least from a microtransaction perspective, missed the mark by doing like one dollar camos. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that was toward the end. They're testing it for the first time. They should have done the camo loot boxes. Wouldn't what you want thinking? that back though? Like, okay, you want the uh, oh, camo absolutely. you want to pay for it. Uh, no, I absolutely agree. Uh, it's just funny. It's funny. Like, I feel like if the if the marketing guy or whoever whoever is running that would like could go back in time and slap the developers of Black Ops Two, being like, "You idiot! How many selling these camos for one ninety nine? That's how many, not how you make how the many big party rocking camos. How many magma camos were bought? Jesus! Oh, you fools! <laughs> well, again, I that time we went to Treyarch Studios for the Omaze event with me, Lex, Pat, MC Sports Hawk, Lonely Mailbox, and Chucky, I believe. Uh, when the developers were talking to us, this was early on. Uh, it was, I guess, be, right before Horizon Draw came out. They asked us, like, what kind of camos do you guys like? What do you what do you think people really enjoy? And we're like, dude, anything that's glowing and dynamic carrot modes are, like, the shit. And I feel like ever since we told Treyarch that, and not just us, obviously. They probably they had yeah. tons and tons of data. So I'm not arrogant enough to, to say it was just us. But the anecdotal story of, like, we all were like, yeah, dynamic camos. That's how you could drive. Because they were first asking us about the COD vets and how to try and drive COD vet uh, sales for the donations. Mm -hmm. uh, because they have, you know, those dynamic calling cards and camos. And the camos, camos goes towards the the charity uh so then since then almost every significant camera and micro transaction is always these over the top glowing dynamic camos that have Things just like shooting out they just went a hundred percent with it and it, <laughs> i guarantee it works because the stuff does look cool but now most of them to me look like jolly ranchers like when did you ever in elementary school did you ever have people that took jolly ranchers or gummy worms i, I used to have a kid i sat at one table he would put it in their mouth take it out and he'd be like look how shiny it is and you'd be like you are disgusting please stop <laughs> dirt bag <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah um what else did i want to talk about with uh warzone i believe i really enjoyed the gameplay of it it was interesting to see how the gunplay felt the interactions between players the revive systems like you said the gulag to try and win uh, it does seem like this epic of sorts you have a lot more of these crazy scenarios like if you even watched my gameplay today at one point a car rams itself off the bridge onto frozen ice trying to crush somebody people are getting out of their car and there's like, like something i would do <laughs> a four-man gunfight as the car is exploding it's more at least in my very few limited experiences I've had more of the blackout trailer experience, you know, where it's constant action yeah. and stuff going on when I'm in the moment. Now, again, we have sections where we're just running and running and running, but I think that to me is part of the reason I'm not a big battle Royale fan. Mm -hmm. I don't play a lot of battle Royales. So my, my preference is skewed and biased in a particular direction of, I don't necessarily like these games, but when with your group of friends, I've ha I'm having a lot more fun with it. I know you can use that caveat to be like, well, if you, any game's fun if with friends, not really. I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't get through borderlands three, but to a degree, yes, you the friends do make it much better. Were you both playing it solo? That's why I bring it up. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, were you so enjoying well. it solo? I, it was it was something like I said before multiplayer for me or, or just in general it's like I haven't played series in a long time so like as I'm playing I'm trying to relearn stuff of multiplayer like yeah. okay look at that look at that yep. so that that was my experience when I was playing boys I'm just like getting the feel of the new aspect yeah for me I'm learning I've been playing solos um and mm. I'm going to the games a lot less serious because I know I'm I know I'm not gonna last long yeah so I make the most like once I get into a gunfight there's a chance I win 
But once I get into the second gunfight, I'm probably gonna lose just based on my luck. Sure. Um, so I have fun with it. And like at one point, I literally got killed by a helicopter. Like, <laughs> like somebody with a helicopter just flew at me and killed me with the blades of the helicopter. Blades. And what? I think like and I think I think people are having a lot more. I think people are getting a lot more creative with it. Like I I, I don't think mm-hmm. in my in my limited experience with blackout, I never had a situation in which somebody actually like took the helicopter and killed me with the blades of it mm-hmm. or as like with Warzone, it happened in one of my first couple games That's and then what... i started doing that where i'm taking the tr- i'm taking the suv mm-hmm. and just running over people i found myself in a fight earlier today where i was in it was kind of like a relatively open field and there was one guy with a gun and i just kept circling around the field trying to hit him and he just kept dodging me <laughs> it was like it was it was it was so stupid but it yeah. was fun why why do you think is besides it being new, I, there's obviously the new bias, and when something fun comes out, the endorphins are coming. You haven't yeah. played it to death. You haven't burnt out on the game yet. The, D, the DLC syndrome. When yes. the DLC comes out, the two weeks should go. Exactly. There's so little, let's... Might, yeah, there might be a little DLC syndrome going on. Right. So that's why I want to point out, there might be a little bit of that, but is there anything else past the initial, this is new, it's fun, that separates it being more enjoyable and less apprehensive than we were to the black op, the blackout mode? Well, I think one, the gulag, I think, was a great choice. Okay. Um, because it, it changes up the pace of the gameplay where, like, one, I get the opportunity to come back. Mm-hmm. So suddenly I find myself in a high stakes 1v1 deathmatch where, mm-hmm. like, if I win, I continue on. Like, I think I think that changes Battle Royale. I don't really can't think of a Battle Royale that has done anything like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so they're not just taking the Battle Royale formula, but they're adding to it in a way that Blackout didn't. Mm-hmm. Also, the uh, in the war zone, you can actually create a class in the class loadout boxes. So now you can actually, yep. so when you go to your mm-hmm. loadout boxes, instead of like a Fortnite or a Blackout where you would have to go around the world to get in your weapons, you can have a cream uh, a pre-made uh, class and you can, when the uh, create a, a custom loadout drop comes mm-hmm. down, that's your guns and, and that's where you're and comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think that's big too, because one of the things that really took Call of Duty to the next level back in Modern Warfare was when they started to add RPG elements to it and building out classes and mm-hmm. loadouts. And Blackout didn't really have anything like that. Fortnite doesn't have anything mm-hmm. like that, but now Warzone does. And that's just another adding those loadouts gives it a little bit of differentiation. There's a couple of things I want to point out with all your responses. Uh, the thing, the, the theme I feel like I'm hearing between the lines of both of you here and the message that's coming to my head is it's finally a battle royale with that's Call of Duty style with Call of yep. Duty's stamp on it. It finally has found Call of Duty's identity. I remember back mm-hmm. in Blackout when they added the respawning mechanic in. We've seen that dabbled in Fortnite in Apex Legends. Uh, it has been put in there, but now they put a the gulag spin completely instead of just a respawn yeah. period in a time frame. They've allowed you to use those creative classes, which again is the identity of Call of Duty, and they've changed up the game with the contracts, the bounties, and all these airdrops and supply crates that go into the game mm-hmm. in a way that's call of duty's identity where blackout felt a lot more of we're trying to be battle royale uh not yeah. new player battlegrounds what, what is that called new player pubg, PUBG thank yeah, you pubg, PUBG and I've said this before, blackout was very much it was like call of duty all-star mode yeah yeah you know or all like the all-star game we're bringing back all the classic maps all the <laughs> oh look there's uh yeah, there's verrucked oh look there's um raid and stuff raid and st- yeah Whereas this doesn't feel like the all-star mode. This feels like Call of Duty's honest take out of Battle Royale. 
Mm-hmm. I was gonna say like in Blackout, Blackout Four, like you said, John, it was it was like a rush thing. They they like, in the beginning yeah. of BO4, they probably didn't even think of a battle royale. We're gonna make this best zombies mode, multiplayer campaign, whatever the hell. And then when they said, okay, we have to make a Blackout, the campaign ain't doing well, and we have to cut it. Blackout came around. I feel like that was like a project at that point, not not a set yeah. thing. It was like a project mm-hmm. for them. All right, let's see how it comes out. And I don't think, um, I, I think. Not even that just it's almost like it literally was yeah. where like they didn't have an intention of making a battle royale until midway through the Black Ops 4 cycle. Mm-hmm. And how long do you think they had like for that like, you think two, a year it, and a half? Less than a It was a year or less, I believe, is what the... A year or less? The hints I was getting yeah. from stuff. And then what Jason Schreier reported on inside his journal article, too, that it was cut when he had the Crunch Time article about Treyarch Studios. Yeah, no, I goddamn. And and you know, it, it shows in the product too, where there really weren't many original areas. It was all stuff that had already been built up a little. Yeah. Um, and then you also have like the map only being able to hold sixty-four people at launch, whereas other battle royales were doing a hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It showed in the product, like they 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 released a working good battle royale, but if you really take a look at what was being given, it's clear it was a rush product. Yeah, and then you see the reaction like at that event you guys went to blackout, and then all of a sudden, but what people were excited for a battle royale um, mm-hmm. thing. But then when they got the game mode, they had no clue. It was rushed. They had no clue. They had no clue probably when they were at the event, the thing had even done fifty percent way through. I th- I think I heard something similar to that, and that's also been the case in uh, development of the game that was a mass anthem. Anthem, when they were seeing it for E3, they were seeing what the game was supposed to look like for the first yeah. time. Blackout was along those lines as well. And I, I, you know, what's amazing too is none of us even, I think, put together that you would have three game modes in constant development no. over a game cycle. Yeah. And so something's got to give. And what gave was zombies. Like for that sure. was something I think if we had really thought critically on, we could have figured it out about. earlier. Yeah. But we didn't until it was too late. Well, you, to be fair, I was watching the trailers again for the Chaos storyline when it first launched prior to BO4's launch and the Blood of the Dead trailer that launched like the day before the game came out uh, or the day it did. I It's so hard to reconcile how it went wrong for my personal taste it's and i think even people who enjoy the game what i found with my mainframe videos can they still acknowledge the shortcomings of black ops 4 to see where it started and where it ended there is there's definitely also remember remember that what you saw at that call of duty reveal is literally just trailers you know yeah like they didn't have any gameplay on display. Like they didn't have Blackout there for us to try. I don't think, right? Only mm-hmm. oh, was on multiplayer, no? Yeah, multiplayer, just multiplayer. Which probably isn't that hard to build when you've done it ten times over already. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's really easy to make a trailer and not have it and have a game nowhere near playable. You know? Sure, sure. But I'm like, just saying, like, the design, design with the it. 3D models and just hire some animators to make a trailer. Like the, it doesn't even have to be an engine probably would look better out of engine than in engine the so most... it's like it's really easy to fool you with a finished product when that game could have, like they could have just started the blackout the day before actually right. like putting it right right that, that wasn't the point i was getting after is more or less looking at the zombie season and the ideas that they were going through like it seemed like there was clearly a vision and a purpose that the 
Call of Duty Zombie dev team had for both the Chaos and Ether storylines. And there was there was this sense of direction I was getting from those trailers, an actual sense of like, yeah, this is going somewhere. I feel it. As you say, though, it's, it's easy to build up excitement in a trailer, but that felt like because of three games and constant development, like we were talking about prior, mm-hmm. th- that vision fell off the wheels because they had a necessity to the game. And what they must do is that, okay, we, we thought these were cool ideas. We're probably not going to be able to address them in this game. Yeah. Doesn't mean, again, that the game mode is the worst game ever or that it's unplayable or anything like that. It's not. Um, BO4 mm-hmm. has its critics and it has people that enjoy and to each their own to that point. But you can acknowledge that we started with incredible CGI cutscenes and a direction that the direction got a little fuzzy and we lost that sort of funding when it comes to the CGI cutscenes, which is reflected in how much effort was being put in the project when we started getting the hand-drawn animations. Now, the, the, the path... I'm sorry to cut you off. No, the, no, the, you the didn't. Path, I was finished. The path, the path you're talking about, do you think they had in mind a Nuketown remake and a Call of Duty remake from the I start? I don't know. I really don't I, cause, know. Because cause, cause to- as I talked I to a lot so. of people about yeah, that... John's been a big critic of that. He I, I, think was, I think it was you when I was talking about that. I, was, I, I think I, or I heard you say that because people I talk to, I say, like, everybody who gets, like, excited or like Toggle, like Nuketown, they always say, like, well, that was that, that's why it's so good because they, they knew they had to make the idea, but not the map layout. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't think so. Like, I, I, I kind of think they knew where they were going. I don't think Blundell and Craig Houston at the time were looking at Black Ops 4 and said, okay, the main two eat the maps are going to be remakes somewhat you know i don't I actually know. i actually think they do John, i'm ready exactly. to hear you but i'm ready um, to hear it. no i think i think legitimately they do that exactly uh and you could see hints of that in the fact that what's in blackout well the um the fucking call the dead lighthouse, call the dead lighthouse. Like they already mm-hmm. had that lighthouse built up um and then you see elements of blackout such as you see parts of green run you, mm-hmm. uh, I think at some point, did did they did they not throw in the berry town, or am I making that up in my head? Bear, the whole berry's in yeah. there. Bar- yeah, yeah, all the berries. That goes, that goes to there. Zombies Chronicles too. Well, in but 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 they they probably at some point said we would like to make Zombie Chronicles two and yeah. give the give the um give the like the Victus maps their own proper remake. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just kind of get a jump on that and make some elements already that put them into blackout so that way they're actually being used and then we yeah. can pull them back when we're doing the remake and the rumor is that zombie chronicles 2 ended up getting cut and it would have been a dlc 5 or a mm-hmm. postseason kind of dlc like zombie chronicles was mm-hmm. and i think i think when they're in the initial planning stages of a game jason and craig and whoever else is on the zombies writing team will sit down and say here's our roadmap for the next 15 six, you know 16 months year and a mm-hmm. year and a third or something like that and we'll say we're gonna do DLC one, two, so forth. DLC four will be Call of the Dead. DLC three will be Nuketown revisited. I think they do all of that. Um, now that doesn't mean it begins production. Yeah, no. But like, I think I think written down on a whiteboard somewhere would be like, all right, we're gonna do Call of the Dead and DLC four. You know. Now, now for now storyline wise, and going back two years before, yeah. this could be at the end of the Black Ops season. I like, I don't think, I don't think like they wrap up DLC one. And then start brainstorming ideas for DLC four. I think they already know. They just okay. have it. The production. So, they, just... so you think they? So you think they already knew we were probably going to end this ether on Tog the Toten? Oh yeah, I do. Like we're gonna call, we're call a dead remake. I don't know. Just from like a like from like a smart move, like to end ether on two remakes. Just from that oh, aspect. See, this too. is yeah. okay. Yeah. So this is where I wonder. Maybe this is where the 
question is more complicated because of the limitations of game development. John's point could be true and Turbo's point could potentially both be true in the sense of they they made it projected that our resources over the season are going to be uh, less. Just like every year we get less and less for every DLC. Blackout is hitting us hard and we have an idea that we we won't be able to make from the ground up new maps for ether because we're focusing on chaos so we have to do remasters but we're doing remasters in the sense of whatever they're making for the blackout maps we're gonna then be able to remaster them and readjust our resources so we'll fit that we'll force whatever they're working on to fit into the storyline like the nuketown island exactly that's where they got it's it's like i it's it's i think and um you might not like these decisions you might think they're terrible but it has to happen. But I think it makes sense if you imagine. Look at look at what got the most love, and what didn't, and what got a lot of work continuously throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Black Ops Blackout yeah. continuously got work updates and stuff. So one yeah. way that the zombies team can steal resources from Blackout without it really affecting Blackout is if they share assets, mm-hmm. being zombie locations, Call of the Dead, Nuketown, Green Run. All that stuff was found in Blackout, and then they could easily say, "Hey, well." Why don't we do this? Because then now zombies has less work going down in the future. Mm-hmm. And they can say to themselves, well, then that makes sense. We'll go and revisit old maps. People mm-hmm. will have their fun nostalgia. And then they're like, okay, so we have two stories going on. Um, we could either do one really poorly and uh, or we could we could either do both really poorly or we can do one okay and one really well. And because Chaos was their new baby and it was Craig Houston's original story, mm-hmm. that got the most love. That got the original assets. That got the original layouts. That got the 3D CGI cutscenes. And unfortunately, then what happens is K or Ether gets the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might not like that decision. I think most of us in this, I think all of us in this call would agree we don't like that decision. Yeah. But I think that's exactly what happened. And they probably saw the, yeah, and they probably saw the numbers in BO4 like, okay, these are the amount of people playing multiplayer, amount of people playing Blackout, zombies, zombies ain't doing well. Most people playing Blackout, smart move to update mm-hmm. Blackout more. Yeah. Yeah. And zombie, zombies, unfortunately, I think didn't have enough sway in the building to steal assets from, or to, to steal manpower mm-hmm. from Blackout. That's crazy to think do about. Is, but yeah. what they can do is convince the Blackout team to work on things that zombies could then borrow. So this I think, is also just me speculating. This no, is, yeah. I know, but that's this, crazy to think like that. The crazy. idea is probably both the team would love to have every map to be from the ground up its own unique experience, but they can't. And that's one of the frustrating things of zombie community and their niche is they always want bigger, better, newer assets. But because of the constraints and resources we have to hear over and over again, that's probably why yeah. we fell into the remasters. Not that they wanted to make that decision, but they had mm-hmm. to make that decision. Now, with that said, Crimea River, it's Activision, who's a billion-dollar company. I mean, they're putting these artificial yeah. yearly deadlines on. Like, there's there's other management decisions that could be made to potentially I, solve these issues. But the reality of I, what happened in Black Ops 4 can be acknowledged. I think, though, also take Jason Blundell, for example. He's been in this industry long enough that he knows how it works. And Jason Jason is too smart to halfway through the season look like walk into the office one day and be shocked that half his team is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows how this industry works and he knows that things are coming like that. So he plans accordingly. Mm-hmm. 
you know so i i do think they they put in these these design constraints when they were initially brainstorming the product mm -hmm. all right do you want to since we're talking so much about treyarch let's talk about cat 2020 i mean we haven't even yeah. dived into that yet a lot of yeah. great information on black uh, Warzone. i feel like there's a lot more we can talk about and the developmental process uh this before, is before we, though, yeah. before we end though yeah before we end though yeah, please. Guy, i just want to James C. Burns is streaming again. I don't know if you've oh, seen my man Woods. James C. I Burns. Have. I've seen some of his videos he's, came he's, up he's, again. He's, he's my... holding on to Woods like to deal life. He's like, this is my character. I'm going to keep telling you I played him and this is it. But in his streams, I hear I learned something fun. Oh. I learned something pretty cool. Oh, he boy. wrote for Black Ops 4. James C. Burns. He mm. wrote for the he, he wrote for the specialist cutscenes and stuff. Oh. And, and then and I was like, and I was like, oh, Reed, you're giving me a little. Mm, 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 that I don't I'm know. like, I'm I'm, we... I'm worried. James C. Burns <laughs> worries no. me. Can we take a why, moment why to appreciate? You? I'll tell you in a moment. What do you want to oh, say, John? Can we take a moment though to appreciate uh, voice actors and people involved in the Call of Duty franchise that sure. take though like an ownership of their character in such a way. Yeah, Yo, they love their yeah, characters. Like, just I think, I think, I think, I, I think we should show a little bit of love to that. Oh yeah. my god! I told what you he actually because I, I, I and it was one of his streams. I was watching it, and then I even commented, "I was like, oh my god, I never even knew you wrote for Black Ops Four. What exactly?" And he responded, yeah. he was like, "Black Ops Four specialist of the cutscenes, all of that. I like the Black Ops oh, Four cool. mode." Things, and I was like, "Oh like my that, god!" Think, things like that are nice to see in here, especially like remember when we had uh, Cameron Dayton on the show, and yeah. he was telling us that the woman who played Marie yeah. really enjoyed playing that character so much yeah. so that she was then suggesting ideas and directions for her Ta character i love you that. know like i i, I like i i would i you know in a perfect world every actor would fall in love with all their roles but that's just not going to happen yeah so i always like to hear it's like call of duty it's like the person playing a specific character is actually interested in the role as opposed mm -hmm. to like they're just going to be sent to script record those lines in an afternoon and then never think about it again until three months later when they get another script in the mail yeah you know i i think like, the ether that, crew... definitely, that definitely happens especially when they bring in um when they bring in uh, celebrity actors, yeah, mm -hmm. like the Ether John crew, they just they they in their own free time decided to make a Christmas album of their characters. Now yeah. Activision wasn't very happy, no. but I appreciate <laughs> that, like, those people working on the game were invested and interested enough in the product that they just wanted to have fun with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and especially with him, like he, he, you can be at Thanksgiving dinner, and be like, pass the potatoes, and it's like, oh, what, what, okay, all right. He's great. Why does he scare you, though? Why does he scare you? He's he so intense with his character and his love oh, for Woods. Oh, it can be is. overwhelming to me at times. I think he means really well, but he really, really seems like a guy that just That's doesn't want to let go <laughs> of Woods, and it's That's like, what I meant. <laughs> and to me, it's like, oh man, you know, I, you love, you love, you hate to see it but it's yeah. also cool it's like the corporation is probably really doing their thing and poor james c burns you know i mean it's uh woods is his guy that is his identity and it's tough to see that when he, he's still like hey it's james c burns here and it's like hey stop it's okay his thumbnail's on fire though that, yeah. i gotta say it's, that's yeah and you see that that's a horse we're gonna take that horse in transit <laughs> oh, all right that article. He, he's a good person uh, it, it, from what it seems outwardly his love for his character is awesome and i do like to see that uh even some of the the, the poor chaos crew i feel like they got the short end of the stick coming into zombies which was such a what Sharing we a thought was a loving community either. yeah I, I think they got pretty uh pretty gypped out of what should have been another session of falling in love with characters like uh i mean even takio's voice actor like we've seen that that was really nice to send off on treyarch space that was a great video right? mm -hmm. to great. see all the voice actors grow with all that and 
it was, it's fun. It was fun the to see. The whole time playing zombies, I was always like, I would love Nolan North in the booth. I would love to see them in the booth. And then finally yeah. at the end, I get I'm like, oh my God, Jesus. Yeah. All right. So Black, Black Ops 2020. Yes, yeah, sir. Let me, let me read the article that was linked to me, to us by Turbo, which is from videogameschronicle.com, written by uh, yeah, Tom Ivan. Uh, the title is Call of Duty 2020 is reportedly a greedy Black Ops reboot. Sledgehammer also said to be making a free-to-play COD release in 2021. Uh, to your point earlier, John Raven was the one that was making and updating, along with Infinity Ward, the Warzone free-to-play mm-hmm. game. A note from a noted Call of Duty leaker. I mean, Gaming Revolution's getting up there now. I'm seeing him reported on news journalism, so he he's found his niche. Has claimed that 2020's premium franchise installment will be Black Ops Reboot. Backing up previous reports, the Gaming Revolution says this year's game in development at Black Ops creator Treyarch with support from Treach from Sledgehammer Games and Raven Software. Codename Project Zeus, and likely to be named simply Call of Duty Black Ops, the game is said to be a reboot of Black Ops's, of, the, of the Black Ops franchise in a similar fashion to 2019's Modern Warfare Reimagining. Updated on March 20th, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's campaign remaster has been rated by South Korea's Gaming Rating and Administration Committee. Oh, interesting. So maybe that will get its release. Anyway, original storyline continues... Character Alex Mation and Sergeant Frank Woods will return in the campaign, although they will be betrayed, portrayed by new actors. The game and the game will tell a new storyline with some similar threads to the previous Black Ops titles. Just some Black Ops titles. Here we go. The campaign is said to be focused on real-life events of the Cold War and Vietnam War and explore the latter a lot more than the original Black Ops did. It's described as highly realistic and gorier than modern warfare with plenty of shock factor and a notable interrogation scene. Ugh. The campaign will reportedly include a retelling of the Vietnam story from multiple perspectives, including the U.S., South Vietnam, and the Viet Cong. Built with the engine that Infinity Ward Poland made, with which was used for modern warfare, the game is said to include large multiplayer modes, including 32 versus 32 ground war. Killstreaks including UAV, counter-UAV, a dog-based one, a flamethrower, and a bomber plane, which destroys any other sky-based streaks, uh, are supposed to be in the game, I guess. Operators are said to be returning. Oh, so specialist characters don't look to be. Oh, operators. Never mind. Yeah, well, yeah I thought I read it first, too. I was like, oh, specialist back, but no, it's operators. Multiplayer DLC will reportedly be free, as it is with Modern Warfare, but a zombie season pass is being considered. One source told the site that zombies will feature a new storyline, possibly based around Vietnam, which is more realistic and grounded than fantasy stuff seen in recent years. It is unclear if the title will feature Battle Royale mode, although the gaming revolution claims Sledgehammer is currently developing a free-to-play Call of Duty game scheduled for release in 2021 which will apparently be open world and include a lot of battle royale elements. To date, publisher Activision has only confirmed that this year's premium Call of Duty offerings will arrive in the fourth fourth calendar quarter of the year. It is said in February that the title is already generating excitement in playtests. According to the U.S. market research firm in the NPD Group, all four Black Ops titles released to date were among the top 10 best-selling games of the 2010s, it was recently confirmed that Treyarch co-studio head Jason Blundell, one of the lead creators of Call of Duty Zombies mode, had left the developers after 13 years. And that is the end of the article. Mm-hmm. So let me. So, so what do you I, think about all this? 
well, when they talk about that free to play Call of Duty, I think Warzone will eventually just become its own standalone game mm-hmm. that maybe Sledgehammer is responsible for. Sure. Or not Sledgehammer, uh, Raven. Okay. That's my suspicion. Okay. And um, are you familiar with the uh, concept art from uh, Vietnam based zombies? Yes, it was on the Reddit page. Oh, yeah, yeah. If they filled yeah, on that one. Oh, no, this is the around. original Black Ops, and now it's suddenly floating around. I'll link you, Turbo. I have it up. Yeah, it's been Plus, floating yes. around this past week. Um, they could pull ideas from that if they wanted to do a Vietnam based <laughs> zombies mode, which I wouldn't yep. be opposed to. Um, but then it sounds like Chaos is dead. So. Oh, we'll yes, I did. Right. Okay. Chaos diving, dying is the biggest thing out of that article that would disappoint me the most, despite a reboot being uh, exhaustive to me. I really wish we could get away from Black Ops like we've discussed in previous weeks. Naming it Black Ops 5 would be horrible. Uh, it feels a little bit forward. like Call of Duty is creatively bankrupt. Right. Dude. Uh, right. But like to have two reboots of your franchises in a row. Yeah, uh, but don't call, it, don't call it Black Ops. It's all I ask. Yeah, but when you say that, John, it, blame the people that buy the games because now you just yeah. told Activision we want this. The game sold well. It was the best selling of the new generation. From a corporate perspective, how safe a bet is that to reboot the series after you just proved it works? It works. It absolutely works. But um, to your point, you're right. Creatively, probably that's bankrupt. It just it it's, feels like you know, in the same way that all Hollywood does is make make sequels and reboots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All all Call of Duty does is make sequels and reboots. When's yeah. the, you know the last time I feel like we've gotten an original Infinity Call War? Of Duty. Infinity Ghost, War. Maybe. Infinite Warfare. Yeah. Guess, Infinite actually. Warfare. Infinite Warfare. And yeah. then yeah, Call of yeah, Duty Black nice. Ops and Modern Warfare, obviously. Those yeah, um, World War Two was essentially a reboot of World at War. Right. <laughs> yes, but also no, it was horrible and did terrible, no, terrible campaign in comparison. But you know, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. returning to their World War Two roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you might as well call it a reboot of the World at War of the World War Two scene. Yeah. Um, which then they didn't even continue following. They just dropped Sledgehammer as a developer cycle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like Call of Duty. Are you really that? out of ideas yeah at least you know if they're gonna go back and do more cold war mm-hmm. why don't you go to the korean war you didn't visit that theater at all in black ops i think there is a clear problem between corporate and creative i think that's what this shows like you just said are there no ideas we know that's not the case we we 100 percent know that what i mean when with things the nda um players developers are just as creative if not more creative than us and they have awesome ideas they want to implement that they can't uh for various reasons on twitter michael condry actually tweeted something recently to a response to nate shot when nate shot was talking about you know um why is there always so much talk about uh uh, what you call it uh skill-based matchmaking and why can't we have such creative things happen in game michael condry right away answered with at the end, pretty much a lot more, but pretty much to sum it up, at the end of the day, there's people up top there that we just can't touch. Like they, they just have mm-hmm. the say. We can't touch what exactly. they say, and we're the people. We're just the machine workers. We're running the cogs. We're making the thing happen. They're telling us, um, you know what? I know that's what 50 million people want, but uh, no, we like our bow ties nice and sharp, so that's gonna make us money. Mm-hmm. It, it's really Black Ops is a safe bet. It's one of the most beloved exactly. Call of Duties. 
modern warfare was a success um so why not and to that i just say because it's creatively bankrupt yeah I'm, I'm with you but a corporation laughs in your face as their stock price continues yeah. to rise they don't care what you, we think which yeah. is frustrating and the developers and, probably feel that same pressure maybe a factor into jason leaving was I'm not getting to do what I want to do. I d was. I mean, we heard him in all the interviews that he's never had an issue with Activision, that they give him all the creative freedom at Zombie Chronicle interviews. He's t he touted Activision over and over and over again. Maybe he finally hit that wall, part of yeah. why he may yeah, have left. Or... The issue is that, like, it's not necessarily the setting that bothers me. It's literally just the name Black Ops. Yeah. You know? And sometimes the name doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Especially, yeah, you will, yeah. And Black Ops 4 had nothing, nothing cool. to didn't do even have a campaign had no story the only reason it was called black ops 4 was because well black ops was already a successful franchise yeah. you mm -hmm. know so it's in black ops 3 really loose connections to the original black ops loose at best you know yeah, yeah. so it's like the names don't actually mean anything but i would just really appreciate it if they did a cold war call of duty which i'm happy to see them revisit the cold war setting and it wasn't black ops it was i don't know Hell, even remember the name Iron Wolf? Take yeah. that one back up. Yeah. Iron Wolf. And I do want to acknowledge that we that are... supposed to be Black Ops 2's leaked name. Yeah. Oof. We want to acknowledge that... Actually, it might have been Black Ops 1. I'm pretty sure it was Black Ops 1 was Iron Wolf. Uh, because it was between uh, World at War. I remember making videos on it mm. between World at War's release and Black Ops 1's release, but double-check me. Um, we do want to acknowledge that we understand that Treyarch got thrown on this a year early, yeah. so it might uh, make Black more Ops sense. Two. It was Black Ops 2, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I should have so, mentioned that Yeah, too. yeah we, we should acknowledge that. Them. So that might be like, we know Black Ops, we have the assets, we have less time, we can't make something from the ground up. That's why we have to make it Black Ops reboot. So that is their point. It's just, so, it's just so painful to see two reboots in a row. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, as, as a see, fan, absolutely, sure. And just to see Treyarch as a studio, like, you have to be a four, like, we're done. All right, we're good. All right, that was a hard year. <laughs> what the fuck? We got to make this next one now? Like, I can only fail for them. We're yeah, good. Yeah. You ever you ever see that? Um, I think it's I think it's Homer Simpson's dad. He walks into a bar. Yeah, puts, puts the hat, hat down, up. turns around, <laughs> pulls the hat out, and walks out. That's Jason Blundell after the Black Black Ops Four season ends. He takes a week off, rest and relax. He's got all the creative juices flowing. He walks into Treyarch's door, talks to the Activision people. They're like, "Get ready for Black Ops." Then he puts his hat back on and walks. Yeah, out no. Like yeah, I have a feeling antidepressants were big in that year. I tell you, I have a feeling that was going on. <laughs> The crunch time for Call of Duty Black Ops and throughout the gaming industry is still a persistent issue and a frustrating one. And it's tough because you want to see these games we absolutely love be made. I mean, the game I tout is one of my favorite games of this generation. It just completely surprised me. It's my first introduction to the horror survival genre. You all know to this point, you're probably sick of me talking about it, Resident Evil 2. I was watching a really interesting review about it as well, is that the game was so close to being like game of the year for this reviewer in particular, but there was stuff that just held it back that potentially if they just had more time to work on it and they talked about it because they were very open. This is, is one of the most transparent Capcom was with the development of this game. You could see so much, but some little factors and threads throughout held the game back that if you give it that extra year of polish, the game's probably game of the year and generation changing of what it could accomplish. And that not even a year later, Resident Evil 3 comes out. This is part of that machine that turns out these games. It's just like, we could make it creatively more. We could make it better, but we have bills to pay. There is the real, the 
the reality that we would be tweaking this forever until it gets released as anthem was a good example of that people trying to constantly fix this game over an eight-year release cycle or seven-year release cycle so there's got to be that happy medium where you force a deadline to push a game out where god of war was along that that it was going too long and they're like we just got to do it and sometimes that creates crunch that is positive like the blades of chaos ended up getting put into the game while they uh in the last year of development versus the first three years of development they had uh, just the axe they're like this is impossible it's a pipe dream but people had a date and they're like okay we got to get it done but in treyarch's case and what has probably impacted development of this game it's just been non-stop from the time the game was released nothing but bugs and errors constant crunch time to crunch time with blackout to making sure the game is supported all the way through dlc4 and then as soon as they were done with dlc4 they were on to developing the reboot of Black Ops. So I feel for these developers in a way that is definitely going to impact my perception of this game, which many consumers probably won't have that issue with. They'll just say, they'll call the kettle black. They'll say, this is what it is. And that's yeah. fair. And it's still fair, though. It is fair to say if the game's crap, it doesn't matter how good the game is. It doesn't matter if you worked really hard on something, if it's not fun, if it's not a good project, if a painting doesn't look good, then it's still crap no matter how hard you worked on it. And I'm worried we'll run into that for the next game. Maybe because they couldn't be so ambitious, like we've talked about in the past, maybe that allowed them to streamline a vision that will make Black Ops reboot a lot more fun, even though it lacks that creativity we want in a brand new IP. And I absolutely believe that some of the best factors or some of the best forces in creativity are actually constraints and restrictions. Yeah. You know, like I think some of the most clever, clever innovations come from the fact that people are restricted. Mm -hmm. So, you know, by forcing Call of Duty to come up with a game in about a year and a half might actually, you know, force them to really focus on what they believe will work and not try to do what they did in Black Ops 4, which is everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you yeah, yeah. what do you think about Vietnam zombies? More realistic, more gore. That. What do we think about let's, the zombies? Let's, now? let's now get into zombies. What do you think about it? <laughs> well, if we're if we're doing a sorry, Turb, not to cut you off, but no, if no. we're doing a uh, a more gritty horror inspired zombies i know somebody reed would love to see on board oh that there's a vacancy in the director's chair who would that be reed i think i'm gonna go call cameron day and i think we got a job for him <laughs> let me hey, get him i'm on speed what you doing right now you're busy no i'm not busy nah. i'm in quarantine <laughs> i know what you could be developing right now let's write it up let's Actually, get marie I involved i think he is working on i think he is working on some kind of project oh cool I don't know what. is he not a part of anthem no more like, no, I don't he is think not so, Bioware. But... He is no longer a part of Bioware. No longer part. I, of I I don't know, but I I don't think he's just jobless right now. And he isn't, I, as far as I know. Uh, and the reviewer I referred to was Ray Sevik, and apparently that is a very popular reviewer that many people really really enjoy in chat. So, yes, I just ran into him for the first time. First video I saw from him, he was uh, excellent. LinkedIn LinkedIn actually does say he's at Bioware, so I don't know what he's doing. Oh, no, we did that last week. We checked on Bioware, and then they corrected us on Twitter. He announced he was no longer with Bioware, and he was with another project. Oh. So he just didn't update his LinkedIn. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, what, what you... either way, Cameron, if you want to <laughs> work on Call of Duty again, Come on, boy. I, know, I know somebody who would be very enthusiastic about it. Yeah, um, Greg just went and chat. Oh, God, please no. <laughs> <laughs> and then what Alejandro guys... said Rizzo propaganda. Like, but what do you guys think though we're actually gonna get zombie white chaos right away? Chaos, no? 
I want, I want chaos, but I mean, who cares what I want? <laughs> to be well, fair. Okay, okay, but chaos has also shown itself not to be bound by time. Yeah. So they could get stuck in Vietnam. In Vietnam. Made um, for the launch. I, I don't. I have no idea how it would work in the story because they seem to really want to draw on mythology rather than say history. Mm-hmm. Not uh-huh. that history isn't mythology, but you can kind of make a difference if you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In previous times, though, there was also rumors about a whole Ether reboot. How yep, now yep. Ether World be reboot? There's like three main things where it's well, like let, circling around. To your point, the tip in the article doesn't even cite a name or a credible source. So this seems like, as we've known before, absolute rumors. That's what any, any, any yeah. Anytime it says it's from this source, it's from that source. We've, I got this source. It's like okay, but there's no. We've had what's uh, the the journalist that tried to break, or the self-proclaimed journalist with no credentials that tried to break Call of Duty Black Ops Force. Uh, stuff before launch said all sorts of stuff and jason rumors and his alcoholic problems and stuff like that oh yeah that's true. like you, you have total, total nonsense by the way yeah you have yeah. horrible crap like that coming up uh and that's what's going to be spawned out of here and some of the stuff will be real and then some of the stuff the leaks that they get won't be true so even if the leak was true at the time from a, a play tester as we know a month out the game can look drastically different than what gets finally shipped. Things can go through crazy changes in the last month to release. So anything we yeah. hear as well in these leaks, take it with a grain of salt. We don't know. No one but Treyarch yeah. knows where they're going with this. And even, I bet a lot of developers go into work going, I don't know where the hell What's this is going to go. What am I doing today? Yeah, and, and, we'll see. And also, and also, especially when, you know, like, like when it comes to Call of Duty now, people get beat out of shape on, oh my God, what is it going to, oh, this leak said this, but that leak said that. I don't get worked out of shape no more. Whenever the game comes out, when the trailer comes out, that's when I see what's going on. That's what I tell people. And like, everybody's like, oh, Turbo, um, what, 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 what do you think? What are you going to do if that happens? Nothing. If that happens, yeah. it happens. Yeah. I play the game. That's what people, happens. People will ask me, they'll be like, they'll be like, John, what do you know about this upcoming Call of Duty? And I'll go, pretty much jack shit. I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> um, get him from Treyarch, matter of I fact. mean, I mean, oh, I just got off the phone yeah, with uh, the president of Activision and he, he told me every uh, no. You just, um, oh, every time, uh, every in the past, so, but, but I, so, I gotta tell you one with, before we get off the topic. I, I, just, I just wanted to say, like, what? you know, I, I see these leaks yeah. and I just look at them and I go, oh, that's that would be good. All right. Bad or that's interesting. I wonder mm-hmm. if they'll do something with that. You know, so it's like I see the Black Ops reboot and I kind of roll my eyes a little and go, mm-hmm. uh, this corporation's creatively bankrupt, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. And then I move on with my life. Uh, right. That's it, how I view leaks. But it's, it's funny. I'll have friends who ask me like, John, what do you know? And I'll be like, jack shit. My father used to always from Black Ops 3 to Black Ops 4, anytime there's a talk about Treyarch or Call of Duty, he'd see a commercial for it and he'd be like, hey, you should go ask Jason for a job. I'm like, dad, (laughs) that's not not how this works at all. And he's just like, just call up Jason. I bet bet he could use you. He could fly you out and and you could consult. I'm like, dad, no, no. They have whole mark. No, no, you don't understand this at all. So that's that's the outside views. I'm just like, oh, you're adorable. I love you. Dad, I haven't made a game in my life. (laughs) Yeah, why would they ever know? They don't care. Not anyway. Um, with the uh, comment in chat, I liked is that the community doesn't know what they want, and I and I think that was a great factor and potentially yeah. to the mainframe episode I want to do for this week. Chroma, my editor, Chroma Stone, he's amazing. Wanted to, he suggested that I tackle the topic that 
we ruined Call of Duty Black Ops 4. That's not exactly what he said, but that's how I've now interpreted it. In a sense that the community on launch uh, said the game was too hard. And one of the biggest criticisms of Black Ops 4 is it's too easy. So on launch, we cried and bitched and complained that we needed more health. There's no jug. Three hit system's unfair. And then as soon as they gave us the four hit system, the game was too easy. Specialists weapons broke the game. Yep. So potentially there's a factor to at least acknowledge. Obviously, it's a uh, exaggerated title. If I'm going to say we ruined Black Ops 4 or whatever, I'll choose the mainframe yeah, title yeah, yeah. to be. It's exaggeration. But the, the point is... We contributed, as Trey tried to listen to everybody and give everybody what they wanted during that game, to it falling off the rails. A system in which was balanced, potentially, for a three-hit system, we made a four-hit system, and that never changed and completely ruined the gameplay loop throughout the entirety of the season. Obviously, Treyarch is big boys and girls, and they could have decided to say no and not listen to us, or change it as time went on. But that's something to consider, is listening to the community caused a lot of what black ops for potentially its greatest faults were with two storylines and all that happened. yeah that, that whole dividing in the beginning sucked it remember when jug was gone and the community was furious yeah yeah and i think I, I think we can all agree that by the end of black ops 4 it wasn't like we were still heartbroken and missing yeah. jug you might uh, still want jug in the game sure but i think a lot of the community life went on exactly we i think realized that jug wasn't actually this staple I think it's a lesson the community needed to learn, and I'm not sure if they did or not, but I hope I took that lesson away from it is uh, move on. All this stuff, all the bitching, all the complaining, all the YouTuber videos, all the nonsense, just like don't take the game so seriously anymore. The Etherit storyline isn't something that we protect or anything like that. Yeah, It is what it is. Enjoy it for what we have and what it can be. Feel free to criticize and say the things you do and don't like about it and how it, it can be approved and all that type of stuff is fine. But to see how we cannibalized each other not even two years ago was uh, eye-opening and definitely a changing experience for, for me and the community. And I'm hoping this game can shed that. If it goes into Vietnam zombie mode... Fine, let's try it out. Let's see what happens. Uh, you Malina, think with a whole new storyline? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why, why not? I mean, well, they keep rebooting stuff. It's like it's worrisome because what we talked about with fatigue in the past with IW zombies and World War II zombies, getting a new story every year, it wasn't sticking, and then we couldn't get invested. So that could be a new problem if they drop chaos immediately and jump into a new one. Yeah. Well, maybe that's like, just. I feel like this year helped though too a lot. The yes, gap year, definitely. That's gonna help, I think too. Definitely. Remember though that zombies and every iteration of zombies we've seen has never been bounded by time. So you could very easily reboot the Ether storyline with a group nine three five that was actually established during the Cold War. Yeah, yeah, they can just say um, that. Yeah, you could also you could also take Chaos and throw them in the Cold War. You know, because mm -hmm. they are not bound by time. So zombies has never been bound by time. So this could be anything from an ether reboot to a whole new story to chaos. Yes. I'm inclined to think that it's still chaos. I hope so. Because it just, I'm just guessing that Craig Houston is involved in the project. And I, I, I can't imagine that you'd have somebody like Craig, who's really interested in this story that they've already invested a bit of time and money into would just throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. And if it, and if it is chaos, I hope it's just chaos. If it's another two yeah. year of dividing the community, and if they're that fan or that fan, that and this is the big thing too. Black Ops Four, you spent so much time on Ether 
that now when you're trying to finish it, you're trying to put your baby to sleep. Now's the time you want to add in a new storyline. Now's the yeah. time like that. I feel like they, 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 they just, they, yeah. they, they hurt they, themselves before they even started by doing that. Certainly. They jumped the shark. Yep. Uh, yeah. For a greedy, more realistic Vietnam zombies, uh, I'm excited to have normal weapons back in zombies. Like to have the Vietnam era weapons that really made me enjoy modern warfare again. Like I've criticized in the past. That I don't like yeah, the pew I pew. Hate, I hate future guns. Yeah. Pew pew future guns. So this might bring zombies to a feeling uh, that I, that even lacked in black ops three that is touted with the awesome, like one the, the golden era of the zombie community. The guns still, a lot of them felt very future-y, and you didn't get that quite the satisfaction loop with a lot of the weapons that we might get to feel. That's why World War II is appealing to me in a lot of respects, is a lot of those weapons felt really fun to use because it was back to that classic tower defense of the past with the mechanics familiar to us in that setting. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Uh, if, if it is also a new storyline, like I said, this year of the gap of zombies, I feel like people forget about that too. The gap, because yeah, like you said, we got zombies, 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 zombies. Let's take mm -hmm. it easy with the zombies. Now we got the gap here. Not even one thing of zombies in modern warfare. Not even like a mode where they try to make like, oh, what's that? Yeah. Not even that. It was so good. They, so, I, so I feel like that people forget too, like we, and people go back customs, BO3, of course, but sure. a new fresh look. We haven't had that in, at, at that time going to be two years. Yeah. Do you think we get one map on launch? Forget DLCs, disc, on disc. Uh, I, would hope, I, would, I, I don't know. I would hope one. To, to, maybe they learned that lesson, like maybe uh, staying small is better, mm -hmm. going bigger is more dangerous. I don't know. Uh, if, if John, if there's one on disc for like, what do you think? Is it going to be one like the main storyline or they go like different with the second one? Like a whole I think different it's thing. Like, I think it's like one main map and mm -hmm. then one smaller map. Think like a Kino. Or like a survival? World no, War II, like like the Final Reich. Kind of okay, um, Final Reich, Grossenhaus. Grossenhaus too small. No, if Grossenhaus, uh, Final Reich, Grossenhaus is also a similar model they could do. Mm -hmm. Um, like Shadows of Evil, the Giant. You know, like it, mm -hmm. it just seems like two maps on launch. One that really gets the full love, and then one that's good. Mm -hmm. Is kind of what we see. I feel like that's the formula. Yeah, I feel like that's a great balance of BO3, but Shadows of Evil with the giant. Because Shadows yeah. of Evil, you put your time to get Easter egg storyline. Yeah, no, time. it was a really good balance. Like yeah. the giant felt like a survival map, whereas mm -hmm. um Shadows. Even, even before like you didn't know there's an Easter map. egg. Even yeah. before you didn't know there's an Easter egg, you were trying to look yeah. for it, but at the end you were like, that oh, it's just a small map I enjoy playing because it's a giant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's good to have. It's a nice balance to have a map I can just pick up and play, and then a map I need to actually invest a little bit of time into. Well, there's the key word there. I think we have more time to invest in two maps than four. On launch, mm -hmm. it was just too much to invest in, and nobody could get invested in. Yeah. Just, we were spread too thin, and each map didn't have enough to get the person that wanted to solely focus on blood or uh classified yeah we had to ask ourselves who's taking care of i remember like the community was like all right no and them are taking care of blood we're going to like yeah. literal community was dividing it especially themselves what they were playing i remember me i was like okay like for videos the i'll do this 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 and this yeah it, it's it just split right from the beginning before the game came out we, we, were, we were having questions of what are we gonna do before we even have the game in our hands yeah yeah. How did how that feel, Turbo, though, for you during that season uh, on launch? Like, were you more toward the chaos or ether leanings throughout the year for, like, what you were always jumping on and your enjoyment towards? Or yeah, what did you play more of, ether storyline or chaos? 
so when the game came out, I played a lot more of Chaos because I wanted to know what they brought new to the game first right away. Because I had an okay. idea classified is classified. Sure. Blood of the Dead, Blood of the Dead, the remakes. I've seen them in some aspect already. Okay. I'm going to go into a whole new thing. I played all those new maps, done some of the Easter eggs. Um, and then when he played Blood of the Dead classified, he saw the stuff that went wrong there. During that whole season, I just wanted them to give us the ending because because the big thing we even before chaos he was it was the the trailers the announcements before the game even was mentioned what was the one thing on our minds how is it gonna end it has to be sure. the end how is it gonna end we didn't even have a thought of another oh, goose chase we got to go on with another story mode so during that whole time period for me majority was. One, how do I keep this creative for videos and content? Two, how, how, two, the main question, where, where are we going next? What is the DLC is going to look like? And, and then once the, you know, the, the stuff started happening with the art, you know, the news coming out that stuff's going bad and Treyarch stuff aren't doing good. Then we started seeing that with the DLCs. So pretty much for me, it was pretty much like bunny hopping on, okay, I'm happy. Oh, what the hell? I'm happy. Okay. What the hell? Mm -hmm. That's, that's a fascinating uh, season to go on for you in that respect of, Again, we, we've talked about that, uh, the fact that everyone's waiting for the ending, and that is just such a disservice to the Chaos storyline, and it being forced out of order because of recording issues. All that is so frustrating. Why recording issues? Craig Houston talked about that on the Dead of the Night uh, live stream, that they couldn't get the voice actors, uh, the uh, oh, celebrities in time. Yeah, it was supposed to be in order. It would have been in order. It would have been Dead of the Night and i think voyage of despair or nine it probably would have been nine on disc and then voyage would have came out afterwards so it, that way Can you would imagine voyage yeah. as a dlc <laughs> yeah yeah so then they wouldn't died and again linear story is a much better one to tell i remember they kept trying to sell us on like ooh, you gotta guess the order it, it, it was a disservice just, to the that's chaos just creative market that's just trying to be creative with your marketing yeah yeah it's it's a disservice to uh you tell us how it story. went <laughs> you decide yeah well it almost it, it feels like they're trying to and i know that wasn't what they were trying to do it's just they were trying to make lemons out of lemonade mm -hmm. but it feels like oh remember when the zombie storyline was mysterious and you had to figure it out on your own well, yeah. we're doing that again yeah, we're done with it now though we're done <laughs> yeah we're it's it's a different beast let's talk more about the vietnam zombies itself do you feel like it would be very shinonuma asked do you think it's gonna be too familiar to zetsubonoshima and shinonuma when we go into these vietnam type zombie maps or do you think they're gonna be plopping us into the cities of vietnam or are we gonna be experiencing the swamps and the jungles uh i, I don't know obviously there's swamps I, I in the country so, but, because i don't Vietnam isn't just like swamps. Right. That's what I was about to say is there's swamps in there, but there's also temples in Cambodia and Laos have these rich yeah. histories inside their countries. Do you think we'll get to explore more of that aspect of Vietnam zombies? I would love to well, see temples. Yeah. I love me temples. I mean, well, Viet, Viet, <laughs> Cambodia and Laos are not Vietnam. I mean, they're in the same no. region, same yes. part of the world, but they're separate countries yeah yeah I, I get that but the zombies um, probably could be if it's a vietnam zombie game they might be able to play around with the area like you said they're not bound yeah. um but you have like you can go to hanoi yeah um like you you're not just limited to like swamps you can go to ho chi minh city like mm -hmm. there's you can you can so you could do city style maps you mm -hmm. can do swamps you can go to temples they have rich jungles too um, i mean vietnam yeah was jungle warfare no, i know but like when people think of vietnam and they, they you know they'll think of like what you see in the movies you're fighting in swamps and stuff and that was a lot of fighting in vietnam mm -hmm. but we're not just limited to that setting good I think we should mention that 
What yeah. do you think about the implementation of specialist zombies? Chaos seemed to be just the name. It was chaos, chaotic when there were so many different specialists on the map at one time for these special infected zombies. Should we see that toned down in the next installment? Do you think it will be? So like, what is your preference? And then what do you think will happen? I want variety in zombies. Okay. Um, like what I what I don't want though is like things like the EMZs or whatever they were called, where yeah. like they're gonna hit you and then your something pops up on your screen and you're getting hit a couple times a minute. Yep, just like the denizens as well. Like they're they're like they I don't want I don't want it to be annoying. Yeah, you don't like, want annoying throughout the game. But it's it's not it's not that outrageous to say like like you see got your base zombie and then maybe you have another base zombie, but this one has a different style of pathing. And then you have a gas zombie that just has a trail of gas behind it. And when you shoot it, some gas will explode. But so long as you're not shooting it two feet in front of you, it shouldn't be an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think what they actually really should just avoid is keep multiple types of zombies, but avoid any type of zombie that impairs vision. Sure. That'll pop up on the HUD. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. what will happen is that'll get repetitive really quickly. Yes. Uh, and get, speaking of repe- speaking yes. of repetitive, I would love to not see what like World War II did, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like World War II, we were like the same, like well, Rusling, like the same zombie throughout the whole entire maps. Like, all right, take it easy, guy. We, yeah. we got that but, in two maps, and that's it. I didn't mind though. Um, World War II had the bomb zombies, the ones that were yeah, they weren't bad. And I and I like them too because I can get clever with them. Like mm-hmm. I, if I shot off the bomb, can, yeah, I will wait till the horde's standing over the bomb and shoot the bomb. Hmm. Maybe that yeah. stuff too, specialist weapons that even help you along the way. Like maybe like a, yeah, yeah. Special a, a, zombies a slime zombie that as a slime's on the floor. Yeah. If you put zombies with the slime, they actually had damage yeah. to it. Because now like, you're me, putting the creative me, tools back in the player's hands. Give me zombies that can help or hurt me. Yes. But we'll try to mm-hmm. hurt you. A whistling, on the other hand, that doesn't do any. It's just a bullet sponge. And it just annoys you and breaks up your pattern and disrupts the gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Give, them all, give them all the same relative health, but change their personalities and their... And their yes, abilities. personalities, too, is yeah. a good one, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You um, don't see zombies with personality. But, like, nope. you can. You saw a little bit of that in World War II, though, where yes. you had, like, the... Whatever they were called. You know the guys Jag- that had the buzzards, Jagger, the buzzards, the buzzards. They had like they had a bunch of flies on them and stuff. They were oh yeah, also yeah, the pests, the pests. Yep, 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 the pests, pests. Yep. Like you had the pest zombies, and they, not that they had a different personality, but they felt like they did. You know, they were a yeah. little bit faster, and they were just mm-hmm. dive bombing you. Yeah, and they were biting you. They couldn't hit you with their hands because they didn't have any. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the specialists were the super special zombies. I keep getting caught in specialists as well. Uh, but the one in the darkest shore, I like them up until a point where their health gets out of whack during the boss fight. Uh, the, the health scaling seems to be one of the bigger issues with the tanky bosses, especially when you get to around 50 and there's 15 whistlings in a round. Yeah, no. yeah. That's where it starts to be, this isn't fun anymore. The denizens, I was playing transit recently on the charity for uh, Blade, and mm-hmm. denizens are just a horrible idea. Such a bad concept. Like Even years later, still revisiting it constantly it's screaming in your ears why as a player do you want to hear something constantly screaming in your ears <laughs> you're you're constantly obstructed in your vision you're constantly fighting them while you're just trying to get to one location or another and it takes this unnecessary amount of time those yeah. type of decisions i think don't benefit zombies just like an emz just smacking you every five seconds until the player's annoyed so 
I, I think there's got to be some limit. This George Romero type of zombies where they're shamblers instead of super sprinters might be the better option. You don't have to keep going bigger, faster, better if you can implement stuff that's more creative, stuff that has more personality, and that really challenges players on how they approach the mechanics of the game instead of can I can't outrun them. Like you got to deal with these zombies now. Like what's your what's your option to deal with super sprinters? You just got to kill them. You can't outrun yeah. them. Yeah, just there's nothing more to that. But but give them give them really low health. Yeah. So or maybe they don't do as much damage. Or like you get mm-hmm. you got to do something where it makes them unique, and you're adding something to the gameplay. Just making something where it's the exact same outcome every time, and there's nothing to do with it. That's not the same with what you point out in the bomb zombie. The bomb zombie, you might be able to take out a horde. You may be able to drop it down later for something else. It could be part of an Easter egg, and you could just kill them like normal. You have a lot of options available to you, which I think is a value. And, and see, and seeing, and seeing Vietnam zombies, and if we go further to like, let's say now storyline and let's say gameplay wise. Would you guys like in a new, you know, Vietnam Zombies, the same format of Easter egg boss fight, Easter egg boss fight, or would you like uh, something's change in that aspect? I've always been against continu- oversaturation of boss. Yeah, boss fights. Why not change yeah. it up map to map? I know people still think the Darkest Shore is garbage because it didn't have a boss fight, and then all of a sudden Alpha Omega is okay, even though technically it didn't have a boss fight, and Tag Deer Toten didn't have a boss fight. Pretty, yeah, pretty much Alpha Omega was like a, cha- a runaround, pretty much. It, it so smart fight. guy pointed out very clearly while I was enjoying it and having fun. He's like, these are just soul boxes, <laughs> Reed. Like, this isn't fun. I'm like, thanks thanks for telling me that, Crushing them and any I happiness was, you had in the map. I was having fun, and then you were my at me about how I was having fun wrong. Thank you for that. Uh, but, you know, get, I got over it. Uh, but it, it's something that makes the boss fights all that more special and all that more interesting when you don't do them the same every single time. That's why a Nikolai boss fight and a dragon and the DE uh, keeper fights are more fun and interesting and compelling is because we didn't have them before. So I hope we get away from those formats. I hope they can allow us to try new things like the even the side Easter egg quest. We don't have to have the nostalgia of the past blinding us to be like, I wish it was like it was before. But just shake up the formula to a degree at which that you got to... Because they did shake it up, the formula, but they really overhauled Black Ops 4 in a way that made it very foreign to all players. And it made everybody divide themselves and it created a lot of tension in the community. They have... And it's not like, be innovative! But they got to take the smart, calculated risks, right? There is there is a difference between completely revamping a system and taking calculated risks to change the formula of certain maps. Like, we know we want to have these beats, but how do we do that where it's not the same beats that we see, like when you tell any narrative or when you yeah. make a game? And that's what and I'm even, hoping yeah. for. And even changing the formula of that whole thing, you can even go back to what we were saying before, BO4, we were getting crammed with content at the beginning that hurt them in the long run. What about now, BO, you know, um, uh, the Black Ops where we're going to get the new zombies? What are we, if we do, what are we going to see when it comes to what, what content, how much content we get? Because if we get a small amount of content in the beginning of the game and just in general going on throughout the whole how it plans out, that could help in, that's, that could help itself too by them, the devs not being crammed on so much stuff they got to get done. So they, at the end, let's say DLC 5, we do get a Zombies Chronicles 2. And then let's say IW, a boss fight mode. They have time to do stuff afterwards I to agree. give us game modes and stuff. And game I modes agree. too is another one. Game modes too, besides Russian stuff we got in BO4, game modes that, you know, kind of the community wants. 
could be cool too <laughs> well that's an interesting point you bring up there with game modes turbo is it's something that we hoped would have been expanded on when people are satisfied with black ops 4 i find that the evolution is what shocks me we started with two game modes right we had russian mutations russian, was, yeah. and, and gauntlets were added on later which was cool but then it didn't keep there was evolving no, there was it was no replayability to it yeah and gauntlets didn't evolve past even their hard hardcore mode didn't even finish in their season so something that people talked about grief was going to be added and some other game modes that uh jason even teased to us during the charity event john attended uh, th these things didn't evolve just like we didn't get more specialist weapons throughout the season we, we didn't see these brand new mechanics yeah well, because but these are new mechanics that they want us to adopt right they want us to be all about this new perk system they add a couple new perks and it's too many perks it's just so many perks in the game which is shocking but when you have all these options instead of on a map restricting you you have 16 perks and then people start gravitating toward the same builds or the same four and even when you add a brand new one it's not generating the excitement it once did with the PhD flopper stamina up dead shot. Because kick. yeah, because because once you got a new perk, there was a new machine, there was yeah. a new jingle. Yeah. And it gets it back. A person, and, it had a personality to yes. it. Yes. And then the sandbox, there isn't personality. You're just playing zombies with all these different shapes now. The maps are now not an identity. They don't have uh, more to them besides the characters you're playing on. They they're not unique. They're not special. Uh, from a perspective that I want to offer that I think a lot of players recognized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right. Topic time. Go ahead. Let's get into topic, topic time. Topic time. Topic time. Uh, Cam the Man 21 says, I know this is old, but I play the original Assassin's Creed game, like 1, 2, Brotherhood, and so on. Yeah. Uh, if uh, if you played them, which Assassin do you think made the best character? Mine is Ezio. Uh, I only played Assassin's Creed 3 once, and I hated it. <laughs> I only played Unity. That's like the worst one. Three is like the worst. No, no, oh, yeah, three. No, three is the worst. You literally that's picked my, like no. the worst one. <laughs> that that is my experience with the series. That's when I first played it. I hated it. Um, Ooh, I was like, I was so that. mad with the game too. I'm like, I'm just gonna finish the stupid game and get it over with. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I should buy an Assassin's Creed during the quarantine. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Get Go it. Go play the. What's a good one? I should buy. What's a good one? Two. I hear Black Flag is good. Yeah, and Black Flag, and the Ooh, new Black one, Flag. the Egypt one. Actually, I heard save the series. They took time off. They used Ooh. to be like Call of Duty. They were released in Assassin's Creed every year, and then it wasn't doing I well. Know. I think Unity came out, and everyone hated them for it. And then they were like, okay, let's take some time and regroup. And in about two and a half, three years later they brought that one origins i think assassin's creed what uh, whatever sure. it was the I first mean, one I, yeah and he I, and it did really well i thought i would like the series i played three i hated it and i said no thanks and i know people say it's the worst one and that i should try the others so but that, that game turned me off from the series so i'm just not bothering um i played only one and i couldn't get all the way through it but I, Ezio is just the coolest. Yeah, how long are they? How long are Assassin's Very, Creed's? very. They can be very long. twenty plus hour games. So, uh, and that's and then plus all Odyssey. these bunches, a lot of side missions. Although I hear a constant complaint about the game is you know there's maybe two hundred side missions, but there are variations of six different missions. Yeah, you know, so you that got happens a lot. Missions and five, you know, yep, kill these people missions. Yep. So. I, I think if if you like it, you'll like it. If you don't, you won't. I think that's the general consensus of Assassin's Creed. It's for certain types of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. cool. uh, next one, Ultimate New Twenty Three says, "What's the glitchiest game you've ever played?" I'm having a lot of glitches Ooh. with Gears Five. I heard good things about Gears Five. Glitchiest game. 
I don't know. I mean, the blue screens weren't cool. I didn't like well, the blue screens. I was, I was, I was going to throw out there Black Ops 4. I, I mean, because to me, I really don't have a big – before Call of Duty, I was a big sports guy. So, I mean, MLB, 2, uh, 2K MLBs, graphics maybe, how they sucked, and they would always fluctuate throughout the game. Yeah, um, all the issues with those. Definitely MLB the show games over the years. Uh, Homefront, yeah. what a garbage piece of crap game that was, the original mm-hmm. Homefront. I'm gonna look at my. I, I almost feel like most games come out polished enough that they don't feel super glitchy. Oh, that's too broad a statement. Most games Johnny J plays come out. <laughs> yeah, most games I play are, you know, uh, uh, NBA 2K's face scans always don't make you look like the face scan. It makes you look like you, you had know, a couple of car accidents. On the 2K, you talk about like their story mode. That thing is, <laughs> that is just hilarious. Oh, uh, I the last oh, one WWE. I played. WWE. Like, Oh my God! So many, so many games. I used to play WWE on the Wii with the nunchucks, baby. Oh, with dear the nunchucks, God. I was Chris Jericho, oh baby. When, when the Intercont- when the Intercontinental looked at the Intercontinental, and I was just going. Oh, I, breaking it! That was like Zumba for me with nunchucks. You know, while, we're, while we're talking about Wii and just glitchy games, yeah. Every I swear to remember when the Connect was a thing. Yeah, and new. Yeah. I oh swear my to God! Oh my God! Star Wars Connect. Every Connect game. Every Connect game was basically broken. Yeah. Then they Very had the, the, the workout thing. Very few Connect games were actually playable. Connect I Sports, I, I bought, Connect like, Summer Olympics. I bought like Connect Deca Sports, thinking maybe it would be like the Connect version of Wii Sports. Yeah. Not a single sport in Yo, that Wii game. Yeah, Wii Sports needs playable. to win something. Wii Sports needs to win something. Game of the decade. Come on, baby. I would go play bowling right now. Let me give me give me a goddamn Minecraft, Wii, Wii Sports. Uh yeah. um, I would say we game of the decade for the 2000s either Minecraft or Wii Sports. Definitely. Wii Sports, yeah. man. The 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 the, the, the nubs for arms and baseball. Home run. Oh, <laughs> so calming. So calming that voice. But then when you get into an intense game of tennis and you're like, yeah. And the nunchucks always broke on me. Always broke nunchucks. Never worked. I never had a broken nunchuck. Always were always broke for me. Happy you had a great time. Not for me. You had you had a bad you had a bad. Do you know how many times I got blamed by my sister? Of course, I'm the youngest one. Why broken? I you know not a good time. You just had a bad nunchuck guy. But uh, well, PUBG I wanted the nunchucks. I wanted a box. PUBG was glitchy as heck. PUBG, yeah, mm-hmm. that thing was constantly in, in alpha or open beta when before. Well, not Daisy, really. Yeah, Daisy as well. Yeah, these are all mm-hmm. games. Arkham Knight, I'll acknowledge when it first released for PC, that was a big one. I remember that was a whole scandal at the time. All right. Next one, flips at me says, "Have any of you guys played Doom Eternal?" It just beat it the other day. It was incredible. Dude, everyone is touting about it. Smart guy threatened me, me to play it. Me um, I'm just not interested in doom eternal right now i will eventually probably play it i just have such a backlog i have jedi fallen order i own these games uh control uh the outer worlds uh there was death stranding i have four of those games that i gotta get through i I feel like adding doom eternal onto that is just too much i want to play resident evil 3 this friday friday it comes out friday Sorry, Resident, <laughs> Resident Evil Three. Uh, these are these are the games that I'm gonna end up playing beforehand. It's just uh, Doom Eternal seems so violent to me right I now. I might get shot. Which is I might ridiculous get shot. to say, but <laughs> it is so violent. And I'm like, I was gonna. 
I'm okay. I at might the get moment. I might get shot for saying this, but what exactly is like a Doom Eternal game? Like what is it like FPS? Is it like yeah, a FPS. FPS? It's an FPS. Doom is like Doom is like one of the OG. original. It is the FPS. Really? And, yeah, and uh, the glory yeah, like, kills like, are just a bit mush for me right now. It well, kind of defined the genre back in like the '90s. The '90s. Like it was. Oh yeah. Like I'm talking like when three. It was one of the first 3D first-person shooters. Um, like mm-hmm. when people would talk. When people would talk about every subsequent shooter after that, they would call it a Doom clone. Yes. Yes. It is. Uh, it's like the original so a PC. Bit of history for you. Doom is like the OG that. FPS. Yeah. So it's like I I give all the credit to it. Um, all the people that love it, I absolutely adore it. But something's happened to me in my wimpy old age as I become a a, a boomer zoomer or whatever you want to call it now. <laughs> Uh, like okay, Last yeah. of Us, the executions. I remember in high school, me and my buddy Ryan were like, "Yeah, gritty realism. Oh man, this stuff is crazy. It's fun." Uh, then going back to playing Last of Us and seeing the executions, I'm like, "Holy Jesus! Huh. I didn't want to see that. Oh my mm-hmm. god!" The people are like, "I have a family and kid. Bam, blow his face off." You're like, "Fuck! I'm just trying to play video games. Jesus." Doom, I'm seeing that very much where you're going up and you're rewarded for doing the glory kills. I'm like, I think I'm okay. Even though they're demons and you're literally killing demons from hell, which is you're doing God's work. Uh, it is... Yeah, they're not real, Reed. They're not real. Brutal. They're not real. Yeah, I know. I know they're not real. <laughs> it's just a bit much where I'm like, I don't... I think I, that's a lot of violence for me right now. I think I'll come... When I when I need that, I'll, I'll go there and I'll, I'll join everybody in the fun. But you, know what game it, don't, you know what game that don't have violence... Doritos Crash Course. Doritos Crash Course. Is that a game? Is that a... You don't know Doritos Crash Course? Oh, oh no. Xbox 360, midnight, have friends on board, nothing to do. You're sick of zombies or MLB 2K9, and you're going on Doritos oh, Crash. It's a free, it was It was a free Xbox 360 marketplace game where there was demos. Remember demos? I, I do. do. Yeah, I Doritos demos. Crash Course was on the, everybody had Doritos. Chat, it, come on, come on. Doritos Crash Course was the number one game at, at the time. It was a wipeout. It was pretty much a wipeout, and you converse your friends in the game. It was called because Doritos sponsored it. Oh, Doritos it Crash Course, dude. Oh, when I tell you, when I tell you, it's that like Ultimate Ninja Warrior. Yeah, wipe, like wipeout Ninja Warrior. It looks like actually this could be a fun game. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh! He's offended. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny you offended J, him. John, Johnny J. Red Austin collab vid. Let's do it. Come on, let's Honestly, go. Honestly, I wouldn't be that opposed it to it. I just gotta go no, find John my three sixty. John versus Reed, let's oh, do it. This looks ridiculous, but also, oh my god, look at how fast his feet are going. There's a lot of chicken sounds when you die and shit, so yeah. This is cool this is then. Xbox like Nintendo. Not even micro No microtransactions. I'm in. Oh, I'm no, in. Nothing like that. Your wallet can stay closed. It's fine. You're good. <laughs> It's a reason my wallet can stay closed. I'm in. I'm in. There's no there's no there's no epic edition. Oh, I see Uncle but Sam. I wish there was. <laughs> I wish there was a supply drop. Uh, all right. Next one. Joe E. Mr. Burger says, have a wonderful day, gentlemen. Hope you're all staying safe and happy amongst all the craziness. No, oh, uh, thank you. We're all hanging in there. Yeah, we lots, are. Lots I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting stir crazy. My dad's driving me absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. Well, my parents smoke, so I tell them straight out, you guys better stay inside, you bitches. You guys got to stay inside. Put mm-hmm. those cigs down and 
the fucking Purell. I've uh, I've isolated myself in the mountains of central Pennsylvania and I'm just out here working and being productive. That's my so life. you're stuck in your dorm or like your campus is. Uh, like... I have an apartment. My my campus is closed. Um, there's not many people here. I have my roommate here and I have like friends. I have a friend who lives mm-hmm. next door and stuff. Like I'm not alone, mm-hmm. but I'm I like I I left my family. Um, and the idea is I'm just gonna like if I'm stuck quarantine at home and stuff use this time to be productive yeah no yeah i i have listen airborne number one I two got purell i also have some cloroxes when i walk in you gotta spray the perimeter so no air from the outside comes in you gotta spray the perimeter when you have money but change i spray my change with lysol boom baby that's it harry mandel took over me so mm. well, i did i got the harry I mandel the grocery, i went to the grocery store yesterday um or two days i read recently too i was a madhouse i actually it wasn't that bad mine but um Pretty much at everything, actually. But when I walked in, um, right at the front door was a sanitation station mm-hmm. where they had like five rolls of paper towels, wet wipes. They had spray bottles. And mm-hmm. I was like, good. Yeah, like in New York. Like, and like I dying- did that. I, I, I sprayed down the cart where you would grab it and I wiped mm-hmm. that down. Then I wiped my hands with the wet wipes. Look and at I'm you, like, John. Right, we're Look clean. at you. Look at you. Love that. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, but I New was York, like, shout out, shout out to my local wife for being socially it, responsible. And everybody, I got no toilet paper. I'm gonna wipe my ass with sandpaper. People <laughs> are going crazy in New York. There's 99 cent stores. You walk down, well, hey, can I have two know, rolls. A, there you go. Thank you. About a month ago, I was grocery shopping with my roommate, and I was buying toilet paper. And I'm like, do I buy the little pack or the big pack? And I'm like, well, I'll get the no, it. It almost pack. consumed. And he's you. like, and he's like, John, why don't you get the big pack? Because then you won't need to buy toilet paper for a while. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll get the big pack. So I have like 24 rolls of toilet paper in my apartment and all the shit goes down and I see toilet paper flying yeah. off the shelf and I'm like, and you know, and you know what's funny? Thank too? God he told me a month ago to get the big pack because I you still got like twelve rolls left in oh my bathroom. My when the price of toilet paper rises a mu- no, higher than gold, it's insane. Your boy's it's, set for life. It's insane. Don't buy to- Bitcoin. Buy toilet, toilet paper. paper now with the coronavirus. Don't you forget Ebola? First of all, Ebola was killing people <laughs> up the wazoo. Ebola was making you shit, blood, and mud dirt. Like that's Turbo's why you need toilet paper. No, I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying right now. I heard. Listen, Doctor Drew's my man. Doctor Drew, listen to me. Doctor Drew, you tell anything to Doctor Drew. And he says this to me, I believe it. That's it. Doctor Drew with that white—he had white hair since how long? Anybody with white hair gotta gotta agree with. Anybody with white hair and glasses and a, a, a button-down shirt, he works with every day. You gotta believe in them. You gotta believe in them. That's it. But no, but Ebola was making people shit blood, and you don't want toilet paper then. I love you, Turbo. I love you too. <laughs> I love everybody. Smooches around. Well, um, anyway, on well, that note, oh, well, I, I had two things. There was an awesome point in chat from. Uh, uh where was it god I, oof, that was something uh small smash ball 115 smash ball i love that uh i'm getting memories that i do not have from doritos crash course i thought that was a hilarious comment <laughs> it's, it's such a nostalgic game you feel like you've played that it game is. and you should have memories from it and funny enough john have you only lived yeah. with guys in college oh yes I lived with both guys and girls at different times throughout college, and toilet paper was a... It, we would go through so much toilet paper when I lived with girls. It, well, I have my own bathroom, too, so it's me oh, and, and well, I have okay. 24 pounds. Well, oh, toilet okay. paper for them no, is well, also... Well, I share. Yeah, I get, I get yeah. why. I'm, I'm very it, much understand it, it's why. It's a lot of things. If they it's don't a, got the hoo-hahs, yes, exactly. they put in the hoo-hahs, I get there you go. <laughs> I, we didn't have it. to go there, but I get That's it. it. But the amount we went through because we only we had to share bathrooms. Oh my god! 
I was like, I thought guys were like the ones that are gross in a sense. <laughs> you live with three girls and you learn. Oh, yeah. So much. You walk in my sister's room, getting dressed for one day, oh. clothes everywhere. It's it's insane. I mean, even when I live with my sister, it we had separate bathrooms. You had your own resources. Mom and dad took care of it. As soon as it changed up, like you were saying, you were with your roommate. Then your roommate shouting out. I thought you were sharing it. That's was like, get the big pack. We'll share it. Because us, it was like, do we get two big packs? Is this gonna last? <laughs> am I, am I spending this money? This is ridiculous. How much money we spend on this shit. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to make a rec. I want to make a recommendation. I recently made a life-changing purchase. Oh boy! I bought um, three packs of flushable wet wipes. Yeah, oh, those are wipes. game -changing. You got to do okay. it. You got to do the wet wipes. wipes. All right, Greatest we're here, aren't we? So yes, I've made that change. I've got, a, I've got a system now. First, I use the dry wipes, wet, then what, then dry. Yes. You and know, after game life changing okay so we're here um and by the way yes we are both equally disgusting both genders absolutely no i'm with you on that i was just shocked because i didn't have that experience oh, no, before yeah, then no. expand your horizons in college um i have had to be on wet wipes because of all the stomach problems i've had forever but they are game changing the next step is bidets <laughs> they are the game Yo! changer everyone being like hey gotta get the toilet paper just Every use podcast. water you animals <laughs> Every that podcast, they, every podcast, they're endorsing those um, bidets. Oh. Uh, they, flushable wet wipes stuff, greatest purchase. I've they're ever made. not flushable, even if they say they're flushable. Are you sure? Yes. I bought, like specialty flushable. Wet I wipes. know. I do too. And I got yelled at, and plumbers say, "No, you can't flush Hello. those." But it's I'm your only toilet. I'm only, yeah. I'm only in this apartment for yeah. three more months, and my, that's the land yeah. problem. My house, because is... I'm not sacrificing yeah. this newfound luxury. No, <laughs> no. Well, you just do what girls do with their. They have the sanitary uh, boxes, and then you just put a lining in it, put it in that, and do that with it. That way, you don't damage your plumbing. The problem is they don't dissolve like normal toilet paper. So once again, it's another yes, that PSA. Ain't my <laughs> of course, yeah. If you use it in your house after hearing us, <laughs> the landlord yeah. spends the problem is they go in there, and then it's it's tons of money to get a plumber to get the giant buildup of wet wipes in your sewage. Mm, well, I'll just let putting that out that. there. I'll let the <laughs> next tenants deal with that. All right, nothing like good old uh, poop talk. All right, you're gonna walk right. in just flood of poop. <laughs> Captain Murphy says, everybody loves the Shangri-La baby maker gun and seems to know its actual name by heart. I feel like I'm missing an inside joke with the name. Is there one? Uh, yeah, the name is coordinates to the Himalayas. Yeah. Uh, switch out the letters for numbers um, and it takes you to the Himalayas when you throw it into Google. Yep. Would you look at that? Next one, Magna Collider says, uh, look at these three sexy bastards. Hope you are having a great day. Kyle. Just based off the leaks, it says that Black Ops 5 will ditch the fantasy of realism. Well, as we read in the article, it makes yep. zombies more gritty and the story is way more than a couple of games without falling back into some point of having fantasy elements as it got real heavy in BO3. Um, yeah, it's a lot of what we were talking about already. Um, Cam the Man 21 says, did you ever watch Avatar The Last Airbender? If so... Yep. What are your thoughts yep. on Nickelodeon shows that felt more than just for kids? Oh, God. That was a classic. I, 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 uh, I had that I thought yesterday. Are you aware that Netflix is doing a live action reboot? I no. wasn't. That's oh. awesome. That's exciting. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. So Netflix is doing a live action reboot. It's going to follow pretty much actually the exact same story from what I understand. It should. It was solid. Um, what's disappointing is that production was supposed to begin in 2020. Uh, and so obviously the virus. 
hopefully uh production is just delayed and then it won't end up getting canned but i like it seems like it definitely is going to happen um but that's exciting. If you haven't seen Avatar, one of the best. I remember going to Toys uh, Toys R Us back in the day and getting the glider, getting the pop out. Oh, glider. dude, yeah. love it! Did you go to New York City's Toys R Us as well? Since you live there, oh, the, the Ferris wheel, hell yeah! yeah. Hell you go yeah. there, oh, dude, it's always a treat when I visit that place. You got to go there yeah, all the time. That, it's not there, no, it's not there no more. It's not there. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. And nope. FAO shorts went out as well. Did you grow up with that as well? Yep, I walked in there oh, a bunch of times too, so... man. Yo, when we go into this Yankee game, Reed, even though now with well, the it's delayed, pop, pop, pop. but whenever you want, dude. Seriously, when I'm down in the city, I'm down, I'm man. I went to my first Yankee game last year for the first time because everything was just Mets games. Yeah. I went to my first Yankee. Uh, Listen, I gotta say, Yankee Stadium, it's corporate up the ass. You're like, not kidding. You go to, you go to City yeah. Field, Mr. Met kids. Oh my god, oh, yeah. I'm fun. Yankees like, all right, where's my hot the, dog? Exactly. Where's the tie? Where's my $40,000 hot dog? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel that definitely. What? It's not like the old stadium. Uh, nah. One thing, though, the Yankees lucked out on this year, and we'll wrap up baseball talk, is that uh, I was furious to hear all of our players were injured to start the season again. Judge, and then, yeah. yeah. Judge, Stanton, Paxton, all these guys. And I think we had six people already on the injured list or day-to-day before the season even started. And then we got two months, basically, of rest. So now everyone can start on opening day again. So I'm like, yes! <laughs> yes! I'm, 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 the, the end of this also, I'm just happy to see how bad the Astros get booed. I hope so. Every yeah, well, now I'm worried, sadly. Like, one of the side effects of this horrible situation is the Astros aren't going to be held accountable for being dirtbags and that yeah. they cheat it. It's one of the worst scandals in baseball history and it got away with murder. The I guy said, uh, the guy said, we do, we did. We yeah, they're won. not sorry. That's what I don't like is none of them aren't sorry about it. They're like, oh, I don't care. We won a world series. Eat it. And it's just like, God, you guys are screw you, dude. So nothing happened to them. Just nothing. No, no. All the players are immune and the fine. They made more money cheating on the whole fine. They made $50 million and paid a $5 million fine. And the coach and the GM paid the, the, the they got fired. And then the owner just like, we didn't do anything wrong. It didn't give us an advantage. And, and our manager got kicked. Carlos Beltran. He yeah. got, he had a yeah. lead because yeah. of the team. Yeah. The Mets Can't got win screwed. Either. Yeah, that was great. That was right. terrible. By chance, are you a Knicks fan? No. Oh, no. thank God. That'd no, be no, horrible. No, 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 no. I was... I'm a Nets fan, but I used to root for the Lakers. Rep, rep, rep Kobe. Yeah. yeah the, re- the reason fan. I the reason I asked was because apparently Nick's owner, um, Nick's owner. Yeah, has Corona. Yeah, James Dolan. You know what? Uh, I, I I don't listen. Not saying anything <laughs> bad. Hope you recover and everything. But James Dolan, I hope the coughs are a little sharp. I hope the coughs <laughs> are a little hurt. But I, I do. No, I hope you. I hope this you. Is... I I hope you come out strong. <laughs> I they, I hope they... you do what you gotta do to come out living. I respect. Much love. God bless. But I hope you honestly, That's, as you I leave, heard, I, I heard... as you're leaving, hope you hit a a fucking pothole and you break a toe. I just think it's what happens. I heard people dislike him so much that, I, and I and I read a tweet that said, uh, "If Corona ends up taking him, they might." Reed hang just shit himself. Reed's stomach problems came they back. They might hang number nineteen himself. in the rafters if 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 James Dolan. This this is the difference between <laughs> put his number up there. New York they're put, fans. No, they're gonna put nineteen in the fans. rafters. There is New York fans and there's New York fans, New York City fans and New Yorkers. Very different people. Very New Yorkers might legitimately level. hang the number nineteen in the rafters. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm the type of New Yorker that's like, I'll talk my shit, but I have no nothing like that. But there, there's some people that they'll just go to New York. They'll like have they have no job. And they can do it on a Monday. And James Dolan. So yeah. No. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Last one. Uh, I gotta pull back up. Cat uh, Murphy says, uh, "Are you guys gonna get the Bioshock collection when it drops on Switch?" No, I've bought it so many times over. I might. 
Uh, you I've should only play played it. Infinite. Really yeah. liked it. I think I could actually really give because because I I think Bioshock is one of the single player games that I can yeah. pick up and really enjoy. Like I prefer my shooters to be linear. Yeah. And I could see that being the perfect game to have on my Switch to take and go with me when I'm like traveling around. Yeah, I'd be curious to know if you got the series and their DLCs. I love the the series. Yeah, I, I already well, have I've, it for I've, PC, so I'm not gonna get it for Switch. I've I had Infinite on the 360, and then I later bought it on the PC when mm. um it was a sale that had all the DLCs. Yeah, for like ten bucks. I'm actually never really playing it because that's what you do when you buy games on Steam. You don't play them. Um, but yeah. I, I think I might actually I play go through playing the original Bioshock if they do come out on Switch. Yeah, I'd recommend it. It's I'm an excellent series. I will uh, report back, Captain Murphy. I will read my donations now. David Kirk donated £9.99. Thank you so much, David. What is your favorite game based off a TV show or movie? Mine has to be South Park, The Stick of Truth. That's an excellent, excellent yeah, same. suggestion. Same. Oh, I That's also one of those games I bought on Steam and never played. That was That's great, a really though. good one. They had balls with that game. It yeah. was amazing. They always I do. Lo- the, the two creators of that show are amazing. I forget yeah. their names now off the top of my head. But those the two guys. same creators like the Book of Mormon, right? Yes. In Broadway? Yes. That's them. They're great. Mm-hmm. Trevor? I think it's Trevor. Trey, and some... Trey Parker. Uh, Trey Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're they're excellent. Uh, TV shows. I remember playing the, for the GameCube. It wasn't very good, but Breaking Game, the Rules. I was gonna, I was gonna fairly Odd Parents, Breaking the Rules. GameCube had so many of like TV shows, uh, Nickelodeon the, the, the TV SpongeBob, shows. The SpongeBob, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. The, Sponge, the, the Battle of whatever yep, Bikini yep, Bottom. Yep, yeah. Yep. Oh, dude, the cartoon shows. We didn't even answer that question of uh, any adult cartoon shows I've enjoyed. There's, there's been tons of them. I, I prefer animation, a lot of animation, films like Pixar, Lucasfilm uh, film animations, Clone Wars and stuff that I've really enjoyed. Clone um, Wars is one of those kid shows that's great for any audience. Yeah, and one of the ones that just wrapped up, I was watching, my sister got me involved, and I was like, this show is stupid, it's stupid. She made me watch 50 episodes of it years ago, up 50, but they're really short. They're about 10 minutes long apiece. And then eventually it hit a point where I'm like, Oh, I really like this show, and it got way more serious, more adult. Since gone on, Steven Universe just wrapped up, and I really enjoyed uh, all the themes and stuff in Steven Universe for cartoon animation. But there's tons of them. I heard good oh, things about yeah. Gravity Falls. Curse the Cowley Dog was was for me as a kid. Curse I watched Cowley. that all the time. Show. Never liked that show. I, l- I love that show. Cat Dog. Cat, Cat Dog. dog. Cat, Cat Dog. dog. Cat dog. Like um, Nickelodeon. Yeah. Like Nickelodeon had shows. Like think about it. Drake and Josh. You yeah. had, uh, and then going further, you Negative. had Zoe one Zoe one hundred one. You had um uh, big time. Big t- she got pregnant. Um, oh. big time rush. <laughs> she 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 did the deed read. Um, she uh then there was victorious. Then it was like all those shows that were meant for kids. You were what? You enjoyed it still. Yeah. Drake. I, I wish you, those you came s- back. You say that, but also at the same time, like. Right as I started to age out of that content, that was when like Big Time Rush and Victorious came on TV. Yes, so you can even like even it's. I think it's less so that these shows like you know they 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 had a golden age, but that you were just of the right age for it, mm-hmm. and you can try to see because you and I are like two or three years apart, and you could see that in the shows that we look yeah. back on as like the classics, where it's like we overlap on Drake and Josh, but but miss on like victorious well there's a renaissance that just ended with steven universe right now that many point to in the animation world because there's gravity falls adventure time steven universe uh Bo, jack horseman all these came out after a dead period of about five and a half years in terms of like critical acclaim so i am mm-hmm. interested to see what the next generation of animated series will bring no, yeah, no, what you call, were you guys into, um, what you call, uh, I just forgot now, were you guys, like, into 
um like disney at all like disney xd disney shows yeah. i felt I, I would always how many go times back did you watch disney? smart house between us huh how many times did you watch smart, smart house? house no smart house on no, disney I think he's too young for smart house oh my god that shit was on loop smart. on disney xp where the house tries to become the mother mother which is also smart house the disney remake of smart house is of an original smart house that was even older than the one that we saw in there oh my god yeah, wait turbo what year were you born uh, two thousand. Oh! Yeah, smart house. Oh! Smart house is smart house is older that, than you. That you're just, shakes you're just, me. <laughs> the you're remake. Little, you're, you're you probably you're, you're probably a few years too too late. Oh, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. You're Read yourself yourself again. Two shits. Oh! <laughs> two thousand, baby. Two thousand. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't need that in my day right now. I say, I say this all the time, and I actually, this is a bit I have on stage. I grew up at the, I say the perfect era. I grew up from <laughs> zero to, listen to me, listen to me, eh? <laughs> zero to 10, zero to 10, I was outside, kids still on the block, riding bikes. I still had the sure. outside experience. Yeah, I just, then yeah. the Xbox came in, then sure. the other stuff came in. I got best of both worlds, rest case. I feel that, but also you were like born. I could also say the same thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I it's did true. it too. I guess it's just your childhood yeah. if you really, you know. Yeah, if you, if you went outside in your childhood. But the reason like, I kids laughed. Today, I can't get my cousin to yeah. go outside and play basketball and football no, if I want to. I still have I that. Like, oh, let's oh. go play wiffle ball. Let's go play I basketball. I played so much wiffle ball. No, I would, I would, I would I try would to play the knuckleball wi- every time. I love wiffle ball. Okay, but the reason I laughed was you were born, and then one year later, the yeah. Patriot Act is passed, 9-11. So I'm like... <laughs> That's a childhood oh, of. Oh. I'm not thinking politics. Right? I don't even not, know what's going social on. Social issues where there's like, yeah, let's erode uh, America's well, rights. When I, when I had like actual knowledge of what the hell I was doing, where I was, I didn't even know that thing when I was like, you know, like growing up. It wasn't even like until the schools like would teach it to you, like what happened on 9/11. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a five-year difference for me, chat. It's that's half a half a decade is rough. All right, four years I could still be cheating and be like, yeah, that's so long. But no, five year difference. Oof, I'm getting <laughs> old and I hate it. Oh, all right. Boomer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a dirty boomer. All right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, any other video games based off TV shows? I feel like there's been more, but I don't remember any off the top. Of my there was head. a there was a there was a period where GameCube and stuff. There was a there period was so where many. every every movie came a game. Every yeah, movie. Yeah, there was, it was so it was, many. Uh, it was Curious George was, was a yeah, fun yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, THQ. Curious you're so with right. The, with the museum and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Love it. Damn. I still have a memory eating Honey Nut Cheerios and playing Curious George and also just doing my homework at the same time. My mother getting pissed at me like, "What are you doing?" I have a memory of playing Star Fox Adventures with my friend over, uh, one of my uh, childhood best friends. My sister was there. We were trying to beat Star Fox Adventures, and I remember we, we was the first time we were using Tostitos and a sp- new cheese we were trying. We kept warming up the cheese. It was so good. It was just like nacho dip. Oh, it just triggered that wonderful memory in me as well. I don't know. That, again, that's nostalgia in childhood speaking. That's why people can look at zombies and have the same nostalgia. Yep, where we're nostalgia. like, BO4, it's garbage. I hate it. And they'll be like, this is what I grew up on having. Anytime, yeah, anytime anybody asks me what my favorite map is, I always the Horizon Direct for story and shit, Easter eggs. But then for nostalgia, for my friends, we had a blast on town. Town, a blast yeah. every weekend. Every weekend on town. Nostalgia is strong. Thanks for the question, David Kirk. Mr. Drown, back at it again. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hope all is well. Stay safe, stay positive, and have a great week. It's so good to see you here week after week. Stay safe as well. David Ortega, or is it Ortega? 
with a 499 donation. Hi, Ren Zombros. Hope to see some good BO5 Zombies content. I love your Ether poster. Uh, 83 on the Giant. Round 83 on the Giant. That's impressive. And I'm I glad have, you like the nice. Ether poster. I got a boop, boop, bump in them. I got like six orders in a day for some reason. I, I don't know why. But if you guys want to buy the Ether posters, you can get them at routerendering.com if you're interested. Get posters. Lots of posters coming. All right. And that does it for my donor questions. Do you guys, do you have anything on Patreon that you need to address, John? We didn't no, talk about the poll. Oh, the poll. The poll we, we missed. Yeah, well, there, there, were, there weren't any uh, submissions. Uh, so the poll, so actually, turned out, so 70% of the patrons who answered the poll were interested in the Black Ops reboot. Oh, well, there you go, then. Um, there weren't any, there weren't any, like, comments on it. Um, we'll have to work on that in the future. Sure. Um, but this is a way we want to get, like, you guys integrated into the conversation. So you guys can actually, like, leave your input. And if we find it interesting or relevant to the conversation, we would bring that in. Um, I am, though... I, I did upload for the first time in months a new soccer video, and I just want to give it a plug if that's all right. Yeah, go Good for it. Love it's it. currently got 17 views in its first two hours. Uh, one one thumbs up, two comments. Uh, it's a video about Gio Reyna, who is a 17-year-old, came from a, a soccer academy in New York, Turbo, your neck of the woods, uh, who is lighting it up uh, professionally, or was prior to the corona outbreak. Uh, and a lot of talk of him being the next big American star. So I made a quick video on that. I'll throw it read in your chat. Go for it. We'd love it if the uh, if the Zombros Army or whatever we call you guys <laughs> show the video some love. You gotta yeah. get your fans a name. Come on, we gotta get Zombros a nice little Stop. zing. Nope. <laughs> We're good. Uh, yeah. So if you guys want to show that video some love, it would be appreciated. Uh, yeah. Anybody That's watch really cool. the Tiger King documentary on Netflix? No. No, I don't know. You that. know what, Reed? It probably ain't for you, but you know what? I think you'd love it. I think you'd Tiger love it. Tiger King, Murders, Ty Mayhem, Tiger King Madness. with Joe Exotic. <sighs> oh, God. This, Come this on! Like oh, it ain't even about lions. It ain't even about lions. I, you're, gonna, I, you're gonna see meth. You're gonna see a lot of things. It's, just looking it's, at it's the picture of this... Looking at the picture of this man... Do not judge Joe Exotic bad. by a look. Do not judge Joe Exotic by a picture. You you have to watch Joe Exotic. That's his name. Okay, Joey good. Exotic. I will, I will watch Joey Exotic and He's and broke. That. He tried drugs and he's running for governor. That's what he's doing. So you better... Is that better why this it. documentary was made? It, it's not great. No, no, no. Not no, not even close. It's like a oh, read. I'm not even gonna spoil it. Okay. Well, I do like documentaries. I watch quite a few of them. The most recent ones I watched was the pharmacy one that they put on Netflix was really good. Uh, Taylor Swift's up there. I really enjoyed that one as well. Um, yeah, those are the two most recent ones I watched. Um, Claremont Sleet donates real quickly, and he says, "What do you guys think of the Modern Warfare 2 remaster?" That was part of the update in oh, the article. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, maybe we'll actually get it this time. Uh, who knows? <laughs> because last time we we were right on the precipice. Queen Glitching Queen, I believe, was all over that, and then they yeah. ended up not releasing the game. So you got me there. Who knows? Yeah. So I believe that's everything. New mainframe episode Friday, four thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Another live stream will be happening Thursday. Uh, probably Go Riders, Nushima, uh Easter egg runs, or I might even dabble in high round runs. Just have fun with that. But I'm thoroughly thoroughly excited to see what resident evil 3 will bring and any new stuff that's coming on down the pipeline posters go on sale this week two days from now the resident evil posters go on sale march 31st through april 30th let's go there you go let's go uh try and uh buy them i'll be sending them out to you got plenty of them so get after it if you want to support the channel 
Thanks for watching this episode of Zombros. Thank you, Turbo, for coming on. I hope you enjoyed yourself. No this problem. Was a wonderful always, conversation to have. Always love coming on the show, guys. You know, oh, you know, no. I always we love on. having there you. There you on. go. It's so much fun. Uh, we'll be back Thank next you. week with another episode of Zombros at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, next Sunday. Until then, be safe, and we'll see you then. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We will see you in the next episode.